You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 104. know the story from hanging out with Aurora, of Var the Golden. Long ago, it was a land bathed in a sea of golden wheat, prosperous and thriving until the spell plague banished it to the bottom of the sea. It is here that the earthquake seems to have centered. And as you grow closer, and as Thunderstrike draws nearer to the location, you understand why. A massive moat of solid stone now floats above the glistening waters, dripping with solid streams of clear water. On top of this floating mass of rock sits the ruins of what was once a sprawling metropolis. Judging by, can you stop hitting the um, bottom of the bowl there? Judging by its location, it is most likely all that is left of Var the Golden's capital city, Pyrotar, which at one time supported over 40,000 citizens. It appears to have risen out of the water very recently and seems perfectly centered on the earthquake's epicenter. You see the massive beacon of red light bursting into the sky from somewhere near the center of the city. So it's floating in the air like an earth moat? Yep. Stone moat. Wow. Awesome. That's pretty cool. And how big is it, did you say? Size of a city. Greg, is there a history that I could do to learn more about it, or is that everything? You can always. uh, I want to know more. I'm going to aid your history check. Nice. As that's what Brent is. I'm going to roll for it because I like rolling for it. Brent has successfully aided your history check. So he points out a small anecdote. Oh my god! The natural 20. So that's going to be 47. Tell us more right now. Brent points out the correct. Pronunciation. <laughs> Brandon's probably been there. These days. Puritar. It actually is Puritar. Puritar. Brandon's These days, time. there's not much to say about Var the Golden. Uh, it is now commonly referred to as Var the Drowned, although I say commonly loosely as there's not much reason to talk about it at all, having been under the ocean for a hundred years. I live in a city of ghosts for ten years. Uh, before its fall, it was a prospering. Uh, it was a prosperous uh, entire country, and you know it was the fourth city that made up the four kingdoms of the Shining Lands. Uh, now down to three. So With your massive history check, give me uh, give me an interesting um, tidbit. An interesting tidbit about the history of Var the Gold. Something that you get to make up. What was its chief export? Nah, something Meat. more interesting than that. Well, no, actually, I find it interesting. its chief export. Was fresh water. Uh, Var the Golden was known for its mages, elemental mages. And then the Shining Lands, which has much desert to it, uh, even before the spell plague, uh, Var the Golden was a producer of fresh water. It had these magical mine, uh, not mine, wells that tapped the elemental plane of water. Ooh. And the mages would summon fresh water through it and then send it out to all the surrounding lands. In fact, they really relied on Var the Golden. Uh, those who could summon water were seen as the uh, highest nobility 
So all the nobility had kind of uh, titles and crests having to do with water and the ocean and streams and rivers. Hmm. Uh, a lot of trickle-down economics. <laughs> that was... Why did you have to ruin... <laughs> this is real. The, the upper class really I just cared for themselves. The, the water keepers just cared for themselves. And so some people saw uh, the spell plague uh, as kind of righteous uh, striking out against the nobility because the first thing the spell plague hit was the source of fresh water. And from there, before they had even caught that their water was tainted, it had spread out to all the other lands of the shining, uh, other cities of the shining land and just spread these terrible plagues and, and magical and property. I mean, they couldn't even... Uh, cure it normally. They sunk beneath the waves. And some say that uh, in sinking beneath the waves, it was either the gods' uh, retribution, or it was the uh, the water keepers trying to um, stop the spread of this uh, tainted water by sinking their own city so that none could be contaminated by it again. Hmm. But bam, that's what Pinter says. Pinter whips that information right out. After Pinter stops talking, Brandon says, Puritar. Puritar. Thank you, It really hasn't been in use in 200 years. It's amazing that Brandis remembers it. He, he probably was there. was there. He was there because he said, this place is called Pyrotar, and he was immediately corrected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pyrotar. Pyrotar, Rube. Boo, get out. Hmm. Um, so it's not dangerous? You think? Oh god, of course it is. Anything all banished right. becomes dangerous. Uh, remember Daemon? Uh, what happened to him uh, three days ago? Aurora's, um, Aurora's countenance suddenly grows very cold. It says, forgive me, I, I know the wound is fresh, but you saw uh, uh, such an elemental source abandoned for 50 years, <laughs> went mad. This city has been abandoned for centuries. Forgive me, but there's a big difference between a city and Daemon. That's what you might think. In the material plane, they appear the same. But viewed from the elemental planes, people, cities, even stories, all might look the same. Like ripples on the top of the ocean. Or, uh, she suppresses She suppresses an eye roll. As um, Pinter is rambling on and Aurora <laughs> and she, is eye rolling. Well, not, not, she's suppressing it. What the fuck? You feel the deck, the deck of thunder is starting to shake and quake. Even it out. Feet. We're off Are the we ground, in the air? Right? Yeah. Yes. We're still uh, shaking. Pinter says yes. This quake is shaking the very weave. It is magical in nature. It will affect everything. Puritar. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna start making the capital things. here. Stoila comes. Of magical treasures just for Arcanus. Or it turns to Stoila, who appears suddenly. Stoila comes running up to the uh, out of uh, you know out from underneath the from from the engine room to deck the ship. She's going, "What's going on with my ship?" As it I starts quaking more and more, and you hear Kaz yell from the uh, from the the piloting room. Yeah, what's that called? The piloting room. The piloting room. The command deck. The command deck. The the place where the captain of the ship stands and steers Ten the bridge. Forward? And 
and you see him struggling with the wheel through the through the massive window there as he says, Yar, I can't control her! We still use a wheel? Of course. Yeah. Kaz insisted. We had a specific decision to put them in there for Kaz. Yeah, there's nothing, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it was just um, so it was yeah. controller. And it starts to get more and more turbulent as you find it even hard to stay standing except for Aurora. <laughs> Who, uh, I don't notice anything. And Stoila falls to the ground and she says, Turn this thing around! Turn it around! Aurora picks Stoila up. Um, There's no help! Uh, Hugh <laughs> echoes, I mean, he calls Kaz and says, uh, Stop the ship, don't approach any closer. Back it off. Great. It's not worth risking the ship over. The Thunderstrike comes to a halt <gasps> as he stops it. And you still feel a bit of shaking, but it has died down as you've stopped moving forward. Pinter, having already tuned himself in to, uh, to the arcane during this uh, little excursion mm-hmm. to kind of see what's going on, can feel the waves of the arcane weave quaking through the ship way, way more than he has ever seen before. It is... Uh, is this thing like uh, something that would have kind of a calm eye of the storm directly over the city? Or would it get worse the closer we go? You expect it would get worse the closer you go. Okay, Although think. this is unlike any sort is it earthquake of earthquake or hurricane, of, you know, like earthquake. arcane weave turbulence yeah. you'd ever seen before. Stoila starts r- uh, rambling with this techno babble that you remember from six years ago when she had uh, when she had installed the stabilizers and, and, and invented this entire arcane device, Apparatus. installed stabilizers <laughs> deep into uh, Thunderstrike, cool. and ever since that day, Thunderstrike has never had the slightest vibration when soaring through the skies as she had figured out this way to smooth out any sort of uh, any sort of turbulence and she hmm. is is Beside saying herself. remember the thing thing is this it's going to break the stabilizer i mean maybe i got it and then she runs back below deck like, uh, uh, she like to, covered to turn in the ship around they, they must get away from it. here lest the whole ship break up Kaz it's says, too powerful Yar, she be steady where we are. As he's just kind of, you see him like gripping the wheel. Perhaps we should fly closer. Where we are. And you see. Alright. That you are very close to the edge of the massive moat. Uh, I mean, you know, it's like a a huge moat, right? An entire like 20,000 person city. So the the moat is is quite large. Uh, 40,000. So the whole city is on kind of a piece of stone. A piece of stone. And Thunderstrike has like just gotten to the edge of it. Right. And has stopped. You're saying there's also a moat going around? No, moat moat means like a moat. Like a moat of dust. Yes. Ren wants to jump off the boat and go explore the moat. Yep. Boat to moat. Boat to moat. Will our magical conveyances work? Moat. Well. This is a moat. Possibly. I mean. Hugh summons Brass. If it's arcane based, I mean yours probably. Yeah, won't. Hughes definitely is. But uh, Aurora's is more divine. Does uh, Pinter know through his vast knowledge of Arcana whether us being uh, those of us who rely on Arcana or magical mounts and such would be in danger getting closer to the moat? Good question. As it is right now, you are powerful enough wielders of the arcane to overcome this uh, this irregularity. But as you get closer, your uh, your ability to wield it could become more uh, chaotic, or rather more um, unpredictable. Not such that you're going to really be a huge danger to yourself, but 
<laughs> just not have as firm a, a, a grasp. Whereas seems it. to be always a danger to us. Pinter informs him specifically to Ren, saying, "Be cautious, my friend. Um, the the weave being shaken up such uh, might cause our uh, arcane powers to act in unpredictable ways." <clears throat> Ren smirks and puts a grin on his face and says, and just says. I got this, as he <laughs> calls Tenebrae and mounts up, preparing to leave the ship and go check out the moat. Brandis has just finished lashing himself to a mast. <laughs> and says, always turn into the current. <laughs> unties, unties himself. Unties himself on there. <laughs> are you coming with us, Brandis? It's ready for the ship to go in, but it appears that people are leaving the ship. Mm-hmm. So Brandis unlashes He cuts the rope. We got plenty of rope. We cut off the mask. So much rope. Uh, <laughs> Aurora has already summoned uh, Raxus, which is, you know, floating in that, that weird serpentine, you know, Chinese dragon sort of style. And is, she's just yeah. waiting for everyone to... What did Rowena used to fly? Huh? Oh, that's a story for another time. Flying boar. Yeah. Yeah. Now Hugh summons brass... With the phrase, thank you, Starlight Cobalt, for the best mount ever. Um, as it appears, not, I mean, it doesn't really be, look like a horse. It, I mean, it, it's sort of shaped like a horse, but it's, it's not like shaped. horse behavior. It's not sitting it there, you know, go, kind of stabbing. It's just like inert, unless it's actually doing something. More machine than a. <laughs> Arcane steam. Than animal. Pinterest's spyglass out. He's like, oh, I see the canals. Fascinating, fascinating. And he says, Forsyth, take notes. And a little undead manservant comes out and is writing do with you, his one big arm. Do you see any dangerous creatures or something like that? Uh, I don't have that great a perception. To she be asks honest. him anyway. He's got a spyglass. He says, oh, what, what? Oh, I'm, I'm sure there are. And he says, but oh, the architecture rounds. is just fascinating. He without a spyglass takes a look. Friends, as we spend too much time, Earth? just go and he hops on Flyvern, takes off, and takes off after Red. Backwards, Bam. but Flyvern doesn't like the turbulence and the magic and air and bumps around and the, and the loud noises. She goes through a window and eats a smaller fly. <laughs> Gets distracted by those. Are there flies that are bigger than regular flies but smaller than Flyvern? Like forty-seven perceptions. Looking for any obvious threats. Hey, if there are giant horse-sized flies, there are going to be dog-sized flies. I figure, right? That makes sense. Well, I thought Flyvern was Hugh. a magical creature. He is. Hugh, surveying the land. Do not see any obvious threats. Although, what you do see is a massive amount of coral and seaweed oh, and... Uh, and flapping fish, sometimes larger. There's a there's a shark. There's a shark uh, down the street that is kind of just flailing. And Wait, I see is this a, what a shark street? would do? Yeah. Anyway, it's flailing as you uh, as you see that this place has just recently lifted up. I mean, there's still um, there's still water pouring off of the uh, off of the roofs of many of the buildings. Uh, the even the ground. There's like there's a, a flow of water as from what would be. Uh, um, like uphill in the areas, water is flowing down over the Tidal edge of the moat. Oh, 
You are getting way too excited oh, about the title pools. Tide pools. <laughs> You're about to tide pools. Tide pools. I found a starfish. Guys, anemones. Look. And you realize that this place is actually pretty safe seeming. Hmm. Just don't get too close. To the land shark. To the land shark. Ren is actively scanning. It's a sea shark on the land. It's very sad. Yeah. It's dying. It's slowly. Maybe someone should like push it into the water or something. Aurora's not going to do it. <laughs> Ren is. Yeah, no. This what does Ren be, do? This would be damn what's Ren doing. As Ren is flying it. over the landscape, he's actively <laughs> seeking out any residium deposits that he might find in this newly formed uh, moat. Oh, yeah. He gets a 45 arcana. Uh, One chunk. Like, residium, what is he, uh, what, what sort of thing? You mean like a mineral deposit of, yeah. of residium? Uh, I don't think Residium like comes that. in all kinds of forms. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, he's just dropping a 30 megaton truth bomb on us. Yeah. I he's mean, gonna, like, go they have found a way to grow looks residium like it might trees, be a gun. but in some of the more remote regions of Toral, residium also comes in veins, much like gold or iron. And it or can blood. be... It can be excavated <laughs> when from, Ren the, from the ground. It's rare, but Ren figures these might as well. I'm sure the impression the residium tree was purely a creation by the high the mages of Thebamaskar. That's yeah. what I said. Hey, it comes in trees and stuff like they created it. But to it occurs naturally. You know Actually, that makes every that makes some sense. Just considering that this was a, this was a center of incredible magical energy during the spell plague, so much so that it sank. Mm-hmm. Maybe there could be like you know the force of. You know, heat and time makes a diamond. Maybe magic what? and time very makes similar to the process rock. of creating a diamond. It's a it's a diamond. Ren does find a place where the the kind of geometry around there, plus the natural turbulence of of kind of the the natural way the arcane wave weave moves, he identifies as being a perfect site where this could have happened if there were a large release of magical energy, like the spell plague. Um, which this place obviously got hit hard by, so it must have been a uh, high level of it. And as he goes down to look at it, he sees something is strange about it. And the the uh, the deposit, which would normally be this solid, like a crystal, very very or like a diamond, very very small, um, it seems to be giving off heat, and it's uh, and you can see edges of it are melting and and boiling as you see kind of residium steam moving into the air. It's Don't like nothing that. he has ever seen before. Or- Fascinating. We'll breathe. Make it stronger. Ren. There's one way to find uh, it. Really. Ren. What's that? Gets on the uh, speaking stone and contacts Frida and Stoyla, saying that they might want to come down here and just make grab a of this sample for, for he has never seen it himself. Yeah, yeah. They would Frida surely... responds, "Please grab a sample for me." I hand uh, Ren one of my sample jars. Here you go. Ren takes a sample of the steam, and it's interesting because steam. Oftentimes when you collect steam in a jar, it just kind of coalesces into water on the sides. But this doesn't seem to... It doesn't uh, steam to. It, it doesn't steam to. It doesn't uh, coalesce into drops or anything like that. It just continues to almost look like smoke or steam within the within the jar. And as Ren ponders this, he's fascinated and tucks it into his robes to take it back to Frida. This arcane, this arcane steam, as it were, and we're using these terms very loosely for it is not truly steam. No. Uh, it is a vapor, though. Could not I be guess. contained in, a, in an ordinary jar; it would oh, just float right through it. I mean, this is kind of uh, ethereal. Um, however, Pinter's jars are no 
mere mason jars. They are not jars. So the lid is shaped like a frog mouth. <clears throat> it actually breathes in the vapors and it chokes. Uh, and He's Ren sees as it, as it fills up the jar, tiny cracks in the sides of the jar are starting to form. Quick, put that jar in another jar. I mean, slowly, not like quickly. Like, you just see, like, little, like, the slightest, tiniest imperfections that even like Pinter, pressure, you like know, has meticulously made glass. these things perfect. There Should must have been the tiniest. Your choice. Uh, Ren, recognizing that this jar is not long for this world if it contains the residium fumes, uh, actually loads up a couple of the jars into... <laughs> awesome, more! ...onto uh, Tenebrae and yeah! has him go back to nice. the... Uh, go back to Thunderstrike and puts in a message to uh, Frida saying, you've got samples en route. Uh, Be careful. And Be careful. Stoyla responds, you know, you had asked for her to, like, come out. She says, no way I'm leaving this ship. I gotta keep her steady. Just can't believe you guys are making you're doing this to her. Where did this one go? It can fly With that, Ren needs to piggyback on somebody else. Yeah, uh, he can uh, ride double his, until his fine. nightmare gets back. He can also walk along the um, the, the edge. He could, but he doesn't want everyone to ditch him. So as long as you guys are okay with flying along he next knows to me, too well. You already ditched them to go find your residue. I assume we're all together. I'm just uh, yeah, you guys are close Considering enough. that everything okay. seems fairly safe, Aurora touches so, down on, like, the outskirts of town. Yeah, should we look for that, um... She's gonna have, like... The red beacon? Yeah, there's a huge beacon coming oh, yeah, in the center, yeah? Oh, yeah, she's just flying low. In, in, so still flying, but flying low, just in case she sees anything of interest. Yeah. Towards the... Red light, which is in the center, you said? Or yeah, I imagine district. Hugh's sort of reactions place is kind of similar to Brandis's in that, I mean, giant magical floating city that's been gone for thousands of years is like, well, make sure nothing's going to pop out at us. Yeah, we're <laughs> kind of assuming there's going to be something, even if it's just a mermaid chick that got Well, that's yeah. Yeah, the, best way, the best way Brandis can contribute to this part of exploration is with his sword out. Yeah, well, that's how he is. He's on the back of brass, just got his bow ready, looking for... Threads. I would love to look Waiting around. Waiting for the more arcane of the members too. In all the districts of this city, there's so much we can learn. This is a huge city. So, but I understand if we want to look for that beacon first. Perhaps we should just fly directly towards the beacon. Did you say yes. the beacon was in the center of the city? Uh, not the center, but um, you know, we, Could we clearly see where it was coming from? I, you can see it right now. It's okay. very, very obvious. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> the massive beam of, of red light is coming out of the roof of a ruined temple heavily encrusted with jagged red coral barnacles and thick tangled knots of yellow-green kelp. Do I recognize uh, who the temple belongs to with a 43? Religion. Do you get your sage die for this too, I think? I just used it in the encounters. Okay. Uh, the temple... Is actually uh, is an agnostic temple. Agnostic, yeah, that's the right word. Um, is an agnostic temple. It is a uh, it is a place for uh, for people of all um, faiths, people of all faiths to come and uh, worship as they need. It's kind of non-denominational. What some places call a uh, what some places call a uh, the visitors' temple. 
because a lot of people that come from out of town might worship pantheons. So it's that, got like uh, little altars for all the gods in it. It doesn't. It doesn't ones. have altars. It's just. It's just kind of a. Um, it's an open space. It's an open space, peaceful, maintained by the uh, maintained by the city. You know, there are priests there that each uh, worship. There were priests there that each would worship their own. Um, they each had their own faiths, and it was just a place, basically, just a place of peace. Is there water, <clears throat> like pouring off of this moat, or has it been out of the? I'm assuming it came up out of the water. Is it? Yeah, I bet there's still stuff pouring. Is there still oh, water yeah. pouring out of the buildings and down the streets Canal. and stuff? Oh, or is yeah, it, yeah, like yeah, I said, it's, gutters, it's ton, tons and tons and tons of water. Because I, mean, I know that there's still like kelp and stuff around, but is there still actively like water yeah. pouring? Yeah, out? that's what I said. We're down the streets, yeah, it's all all over the place. I guess just is this in some areas. In some areas, you would have to wade. I mean, it's a massive city that was completely underwater. So everything, everything holds. Water. Also, water. anything porous would also still be. The city isn't necessarily shaped like this. So yeah, there are probably there are like, uh, actually bandits. It is perfectly shaped. Ah, is the most fluidly dynamic. Feel. <laughs> you should know that with your history. Non-denominational might be the right word. Yeah, agnostic okay. can't work. But no, he just I... explained to that it's more of a visitor's temple. Doesn't beat any specific god. Do we see where this beacon is coming from? It's just going right the, through the roof. The okay, you can so see the, it's, like the a, it's like a red light coming out from the roof? Well, you haven't gone inside yet. The uh, condition is the temple is about what you'd expect after about 200 years of uh, submersion. Mm-hmm. Much of the outer decor has rotted or washed away, replaced by uh, hundreds of barnacles and sea fans. The holes that have formed in the structure have been replaced <clears> with <throat> sharp lattices of coral that gleam in the sunlight like freshly bloodied spears. Several feet away, the door seems to have sustained... Uh, stand the least amount of wear. It is a great embossed slab of gold depicting uh, depicting many scenes of harvest and prosperity. The entrance is left unguarded and open to the Since the door is several feet away. Uh, anyone want to look around to see if there's any like You want to grab that door? Uh, sure. For sure. Hugh makes a pass to the building um, and also takes a look at the, um, the light to see if he can I don't know, determine what its source is. He has a some type of meaning. It's just lights. Aurora walks into the building. It is a a, a beam of arcane energy. Be be cautious. This is a cursed land. Aurora is not Um, very cautious. 39% perception. Man. (laughs) You can see that the beam beam perfectly comes down right on to the most prominent spire of the temple. Okay. He um, tosses something in it to see if it has any negative effects being in the beam. It obliterates it. (laughs) No. It uh, it is not. It flies right through it. Okay. Ren, oh, what did you toss him? Uh, an arrow. It's a mundane arrow. Then she tosses. Goes right. I helped him last uh, Ren does. He's a one-trick pony. It just worked that one time. Ren does an arcana check on the beam and on the spire to see if there's any uh, arcane energy that's causing this to flow, or what sources or what its meaning could possibly be, and gets a forty-five. He's specifically looking at what. What is the beam? At the beam and what what it's, what it's made of, why it's there, what it's... The beam appears, uh, as you get closer, you can tell that this beam is just... It's being emitted by this building, and as far as you can tell, all it is is... Uh, it's like a beacon. It's what? almost as if it only exists to draw people near. So is it mechanical? No. Or is it... Well, it's, it's, arcane. it's arcane. It's arcane beam. But it's not doing anything but just acting as a beacon to show location. Like yeah. a big flash. I mean, it might do more, but that's as far as you can tell. Let's it's go just, inside. It's just a beam of red Brandis. light. Brandis opens the gold door. Well, the gold door is it? several feet away from the entrance. 
It's been knocked off. Yeah, it's on the ground. There's an open doorway. I open the dislodged door <laughs> to find to look at the ground under it and then walk in the temple several feet away. Yep, let's go Doubled light flickers in from the perforated ceiling. The sound of dripping water echoes in this largely empty space. As you investigate the temple, you find a single point of interest. A perfectly preserved painting on the far wall. It's small. It's a small painting for a temple of this size, and its location in the far corner suggests that it was not a portrait of profound significance to its owners. But it's perfectly preserved, you say? Yeah, magically preserved. What does? It, what is it of? Yeah, what's it doing? Spencer approaches. The scene it depicts is fairly unusual. Uh, there's a pale, uh, a pale nude, uh, a pale nude woman with silver hair stands in a field of bone white wheat. In one hand, she holds a large red gem the size of an apple. In the other hand, she holds out a small golden key. Hmm. History check. Does this appear to have any historic or religious significance? Does the new woman look like Aurora? Just hey. covering that base. Let's compete. Because now no we'll know. Who knows the most about history? Listen. <laughs> oh, I got it. You do. You do. After after more than ten years of knowing Aurora, yeah. you've definitely seen her name. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean. We, we've been on the road, it just... Okay, 39. Pinter says, Brandis, what do you see? We've been around the block once or twice. Everyone says... I'd, I'd tap that. Seven and a half, maybe an eight. Pinter <laughs> 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 nods. He says, but this town... Isn't big enough. You could call it a city. It's probably mm. metropolis. Was well known for the most boring of crops... <laughs> this is the only way to make it interesting. <laughs> what makes this painting so unusual is the bone-white complexion, not of the woman stopped staring at a wren, but of the wheat itself. And the two items, the red crystal, which represents passion, and the key... Insight check. Is he bullshitting? The key... You don't get an insight. Virginity. <laughs> wow. This is and Brenda stares off. Is wheat the, the purity? Pinter knows that the truth <laughs> is that while she bears a faint resemblance to several deities, uh, nymphs, patron saints, uh, and even nursery rhymes, uh, the symbolism the symbolism of a red stone and a key don't appear together in any references you know of. She may simply be a figment of the painter's imagination. Yeah, probably not significant. It's been preserved for 200 years underwater. <laughs> Maybe that's the um, point. Hugh inspects the painting closer well, he for... Say anything to refute is what this, said. Is the classic, this is a, like, a safe behind the painting. Mm-hmm. You Ooh, know. I love that. There's a safe behind the painting. Uh, good roll. 47. You find yourself unable to remove the painting from the wall. And notice something strange that the... Uh, that the stonework around where the painting is hung is more preserved than the uh, than a lot of the stonework around the rest of the temple. So like kind of a radiating... Yeah, I mean, it's not nearly as much as the painting. The stone even right behind it definitely has a lot of wear and such. But as it gets further and further is when there are more cracks and holes in it, almost as if this, uh, this preservation, obviously magical preservation that applied to this painting seems to have been expanded slightly to the wall around it, perhaps simply to keep 
the painting standing. Interesting. Or mm. keep the painting. Obviously, this was of some significance, and maybe as yet. Maybe we, us, if we remove the wall around it, we can take it with let us. Let us leave it here and uh, go towards that light. I'm so the light is going on the roof. There's nothing inside. Oh. Okay. Um, oh, he takes I a look see. at the image of the key in the painting. See if um, this is just. This is a mundane picture of what a general key looks like here. If there's some more information Literally. specifically to be seen on it. So, key recheck. Uh, 48. It's a small painting. And hard to uh, hard to see the details. But Hugh looks past the painting. Into the, the author's original intent of the painting. And can almost see the thought process of the strokes. As the artist was moving the, the brush. As he can wait. see that while... While the key in the final product is is too small to see any intricate details, he can see the way that the painter had moved his hand. He can even tell what the what the source um, what the inspiration of the kind of the, the shape of the key was, and that in the base of the key was clearly intended to be a a, um, a symbol, not a crest, but a, a symbol that represents that has long represented that of the shining lands. As Hugh mm-hmm. stares into the deeper meaning... Aurora can painting. tell you what that symbol actually is. The oh. symbol that represents the Shining Lands. All of the Shining Lands? Yeah. I can't come up with that that fast. It, it's we'll probably like it. a like an obscure, repeating, like not, like almost like a Celtic kind of thing. There you go. It's like a little it's sort a of kind of Celtic or, um, sort of knot. No, more like Viking style. Viking style knot. A knot. It's kind of a, a weaving pattern. Is it not? You can see the direction that the strokes were. Well, if hmm. if Hugh mentions that, Aurora's interest is, is piqued. Also by the, the stone, and she uh, she goes over to inspect it to check out the stonework. And she... Pinter says, and Brandis. Dungeoneering check. <laughs> to where? Where's Aurora going? She's going over to the painting to check out the stone. Uh, that's not very much. That's a 20. The stone, like around it, Aurora can she tell that to, like, the uh, that how well the stone has weathered the elements being drowned is too much I mean, for it to have been uh, natural. It must have been enchanted. Is it possible to kind of break it off at like the, the weak points and like physically move this thing, or is it just stuck in place? It seems appears to be uh, rigidly stuck in place. Yeah, the, the preservation, so angry. the preservation of the stone, while it kind of dissipates as it goes to the sides and upwards, going down towards the ground remains just as solid as if you know there's you could break it off around the edges and over the top and like it's an immovable object make this it's kind of like a massive immovable object you could like kind of break it away so there's just sort of a slab of stone in front of you but you wouldn't be able to remove it from the ground Hmm. Hmm. well i mean looking at me it kind of looks like what we're looking for the whole Legend seems to fit the key, something to do with the Red shining stone lands. Is Redstone appealing. definitely looks like the bits we're looking for, and something about key of the shining lands related to the stone. Oh, does it white wheat naked woman with pale hair? Is that I don't know any symbol? They, they were already, thinking uh, about it, they already, and they said that yeah. there's never been a case that they well, remember Brandis where knew about it. But uh, Pinter, when Brandis goes over to use the restroom somewhere, so he's like he goes. All that, but, uh, I have never heard uh, in all my research and had a lot of time to read um, of such symbology but uh, perhaps what it is saying is that this red stone whoever has the red stone also has the key to uniting the shining lights and while, or maybe vice versa while Pinter is being very 
delicate about like you know, while Brandis is out of earshot, he's being like, "Yeah, I, I, he may be." All of you spent enough time with Brandis to know when Brandis was saying it that it was line. just Brandis will tell these great stories, but everyone knows when it's a real story and when it's uh, him just wanting to uh, to show off. I mean, it's just treating us like it's probably. definitely not him making it up on the spot. No, he, Brandis he, he called he out. This. The woman was a seven and a half or an eight. <laughs> On the brand Someone define that? I mean, because if you are... Surely not. Well, I mean, <laughs> an Olgarth 8. An Olgarth 8. Give me an example of a Brandis 10. A no. Wife of Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. That's that pretty good. Very nice. Anything should. And I like we'll that. continue there next week. <laughs> I'll see you guys there. Uh, or in- intrigued by the concept of perhaps simplicity is... Is really the the key here. Um, maybe that's the stone, and we just have to get it. Go for it. You like know, in the no one one. has inspected uh, the yeah. magic. I mean, she, she's so like oh, she's like going to walk up to it and be like, "Okay, no one has done an arcana. I no will, one has looked at it. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, this Go is this is how she thinks about magic. She's like, maybe it's like a conveyor belt, and it'll you know. Yeah. Boop, While Aurora rock. reaches for the red stone. Uh, Binder goes, hmm, maybe I have seen something like this before. He says, Forsyth, get my book! And Forsyth brings out my the book. He's one he, book. Forsyth, he always knows what book he's looking for. <laughs> and he starts flipping through it. It's always one book. And he makes that kind of check. Natural 20! Wow. Ren also rolled a natural 20. And then he looks and goes, Which one of you got the highest 20? And they look at each other and go, Yes! I got it! Yes! And you both know. Aurora stops! He gets what? higher. You both know as Aurora's hand is touching the painting. And then she dissolves. You yeah, both can tell the at the same time that while this painting is obviously magically uh, protected against um, against Anything. natural wear, against <laughs> any sort of uh, deterioration, it is enchanted, you can tell it is definitely enchanted to respond to a particular person. It is waiting. Hmm, for and then you. we both push. As Aurora touches the painting, it vanishes. Ooh. In a puff of blue smoke. Thanks, guys. Leaving in its place a shimmering veil of silver light. It appears to be a magical doorway. Sweet! She goes through the doorway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's just reaching in. Runs like... Aurora disappears through the silver veil. You can't see through to the other side. Is it still open? Let's go. Yeah. Hugh Resist. calls her on the comm. Are you alive? Does she receive <laughs> Yes, she does. Just kidding, I'm fine. When she responds, it oh. is extremely staticky. Um, like magical staticky. Garble. Magical staticky. Garble. You can hear her say, I'm, I'm fine, but it barely comes through. Uh is no time like the present. And charges to Yeah, the let's all jump mail. through. Doorways are made to be passed through. Sure. And so not really excited about passing through this, since they have no idea what's on the other side. But seeing as everybody else is going, feels a little bit of pressure from the Actually, group to also five? continue and also passes through the door. Yeah. He sends a hail back to Thunderstrike, let him know that we're passing through some magical doorway to something And they other. were never seen again. You get no response. Shit. No response from Thunderstrike. And then like, a little bit later, the most faint response you can hear. Yeah. We can barely hear you. Yes, the magical. Uh, oh, we, but we did hear you. Uh, you're going through a magical doorway. Got it. The quaking and the weave oh, cut off any communication. Go. Quick, they might be in danger. And as he runs, the armor is kind of building up over him, and he jumps through as the croaker. Cool. Hugh passes through. You find yourselves 
in a stone uh, in a stone lined room with water up to your elbows. It's a Aurora, it's up to her shoulders. Ah! It appears submerged. Uh, elbows to shoulder. Nah, she's a little taller than that. Um Ren's up to his neck. <laughs> it appears to be slowly draining. In the center of the room, a great twisting cage of coral winds itself around a pedestal. A soft Ooh. red light glows within the coral's grasp. Aurora has her hammer, ready to smash the coral. As Aurora moves forward to smash the coral, <laughs> Don't smash the it coral yet. haltingly Don't. snaps back, breaking apart and shattering like glass. <laughs> uh, before she hit it or after she hit it? She didn't hit it. Oh, she okay. just, just walked as forward. She approached the intention like, of it. He looks for any threats in this room. Forty-three. You can find no sign that anyone has been in here for for as long as he can possibly as long get as any trace room has of existed. Anything. Okay. Ooh, not too good. Thirty-seven. Oh, I rolled nineteen. Uh, Thirty-seven fifty-four. What do we know about the arcana, uh, the magical properties of this room? What's going on, magic-wise here? As you try to concentrate, oh, figure out me. what is going on. Just a headache. I mean, you've seen this before, an exceptionally powerful blast, as, uh, as you find that this room is just emanating with the arcane. The, the, it's, it's, it's unlike anything you've ever felt. Could this even be the epicenter of the quakes that we've been receiving? No, oh, absolutely. I mean, you're pretty yeah. sure of that. Uh, so we aren't sure in another land, there. then. I think it's just magical door. Really quick, what's your arcana base? Uh, 35. 35, okay. I've got a bunch of scholar. My and it forces you to s- kind of tune your mind out of that arcane as it's as it's just kind of <sighs> eating so into your mind. It is almost like One. what you're experiencing is such a, uh, such a, a strong flow of the arcane weave stronger and, uh, and and thicker than you've ever felt it before as you tune your mind into it it's almost like molasses whereas normally the weave is this sort of um, one might describe it as a, a the, the gentlest thing through the air someone who's tuned into it can kind of grab at it and manipulate it and, and make it you know and, and cause it to cause massive it. fireballs you can manipulate it to do what you want to do that where that normal like just the slightest tendrils of the weave that you can that you can grab is now more like you are under molasses of the same yeah. material. So you're talking mm-hmm. about density, the yeah, magical density. Is density is the word. This is the epicenter, of. and uh, the we ma- must be careful. It is it is thickening with the magic here, the weave. Now, for us, people, for us non-magical or non-arcane folk, is the sensation similar to what they're experiencing, or is there any? I was going to say, do is they notice any it? You can all? absolutely, yeah, um, I mean, you absolutely experience stuff, the but... same sensation, but uh, those of you not in tune with the arcane don't really know what it is. You couldn't really describe it as they could. It's just this, you just feel this sort of... Um, pressure? Is it like walking pressure. into an area of really high humidity where you're just like, yeah. whoa, what is this? Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Hugh's vision out. is such that he oh, can God. almost see like, uh, <laughs> kind of like heat distortions. Yeah. Hmm. Because it's just nice. so, like, much going on in here. Yeah, he actually finds it a little bit difficult to see, whereas normally his vision is so acute in here. Ooh. It's it's actually... Uh, it's just a lot going on. Dampened. There's so much. It's like it's like someone just having enormous spotlights blasted at their eyes. It's just... It's um it's too much. Too much. Right. For the instruments. One man. To 
take in. As everyone knows, having been on the bench with him, Brannis's gut feeling is located in his gut. <laughs> and when he feels it, he suddenly he stops and says, Oh, anyone else have the fish? The ship? <laughs> that wasn't fish. And he just stops and says, that was a hat. Uh, well, you said there's, <laughs> you said there's that, uh, a pedestal and there's a coral around it. Is there anything on the pedestal? Yes, this is what you guys were doing as Aurora was stepping forward. Yeah. As Stora steps forward goes... and the coral cracks and shatters, an intricately etched silver crown sits on the pedestal with a single red gem mounted in the brow. Or it takes out a Everything hefted object. in your gut tells you that this was for you and you alone. Aurora <laughs> snatches it off the pedestal. Wait, you just... That's <laughs> like, Aurora. We're all like, this magic, this strange magic. magical. <laughs> Sweet crown! Goink! Aurora has a problem with going with her gut. No she... sooner oh, is the on. crown in your hands oh, of course, giant when you feel the entire boulder. room shake violently. Ooh, Ooh uh-oh. That could be still bolder. You didn't replace it with the I said I had the similarly hefted object. She Another crown. Another her other crown. Aha! I've tricked you. Coming faintly as the room is shaking and the, now the coral all over the place is uh, just shattering and breaking uh-huh. and falling down. You all hear through the speaking stones. Coral Coram, do you hear me? You gotta come back up here. There's a thing. Oh, of course. Oops. Yeah. Can you define the treasure? Oh uh, gosh, I don't know. This is Storla speaking. It uh, looks like a snake, I guess. Help! Let's go. Ren doesn't even wait. He bolts yeah. back through. All right, holding don't the crown in one hand. Again. Yeah, submerged city, floating in the air, starts shaking. Hughes definitely out that doorway. Yeah. E.R. It be a sea beast. Yeah. I suggest you get moving, your majesty. Let's go. Yeah, we fly out through the doorway. Fly out through the doorway. Like Crown through. in hand. Hopefully it comes out with us. If it gets stuck in the door, that would kind of suck. <laughs> You're able to walk through, through, and as you move out, you can hear the communications come clearer. You hear Storla's voice. Oh, wow, look at those teeth. <laughs> and then her voice cuts out. Oh, man. Yeah, it ate Storla. Great. Right, we'll never get out. That's right. You have a you have a very like long-standing weird thing about her. We think he loves the past too much. <laughs> All right, come on. Yeah, we're, we're flying out. Uh, the Hugh temple. is running out of the temple, and as soon as he's cleared the doorway, summons brass, and if Similarly. it works at this distance, as you return towards Thunderstrike from the temple. Ren can be flying on You see a long, black-scaled creature wound around Thunderstrike's hole like ah! a giant snake. In fact, it easily fits the description of giant snake with a few alterations. It looks towards you as you are all flying towards it. And as it opens its massive mouth, you can see that where a snake would have a single set of large, curved fangs, this creature has four sets of fangs. And where those fail several dozen rows of hooked teeth, each easily the length of a grown man's forearm. The head of the beast clearly resembles that of a dragon, but longer and more angular. 
and where the creature's body disappears into the uh, into the water below. The ocean boils with black frothing shadow. No. Roll initiative. Shadow Snake, we meet again! Uh, Actually, Shadow Snake. Wait, Shadow Snake? You fought Shadow Snake! Fought you went fucking toe to toe with Shadow Snake! I don't think that. We actually killed it, like, No, no, no. We, uh, yeah, I don't think we he killed. It, like, got bloodied. We, we basically This got is father of Shadow Snake. It's even bigger. Or mom. Papa Shadow Snake. Papa Snake. Mama Shadow Snake. Mama. How do you roll on initiative? Yeah, this is now my 26. initiative. I just finished How did you do? 29. Let's say I need physical damage. I got a 37. Sweet, Redis. I rolled decently. I have a good month. 26. 47. How did you Nicely done. Did you roll a 20? I rolled a 19. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I rolled a 16. Got some crazy Now's a good time yeah, just, to take a piss as I print out yes, the thing that's after good I idea. print out. Everybody, go. <laughs> right In your chairs. Uh, Do it. Uh, we got our minis out. Dry butter on the uh, You need your, possibly your... What does a giant snake look like? Uh, Greg, you need snake? certain minis for this? Uh, yes, I will. Um, uh, do you want me to grab any for like mini and stuff? I will have to look through and grab some. Just can. tell me what kind. Uh, anything that's uh, uh, snake like, uh, shadowy tentacle, not shadow. I'll look. I'll look myself, Kale. Can you please reveal the map? Reveal! Okay. Well, we have a five minute break. Yeah. And Greg is getting ready. Yeah. Apparently. No, so wrong thing to print. Apparently Cancel. Samantha can't go backpacking the first weekend of June, so I'm going to put it out there the second weekend of June, and everybody responds so that I can know. Rock and roll. Because I'm trying to actually get a date put down for this, Yes. so that it's not just floating out there in limbo like it always is. Certainly. I'm still in the category of... You get it. You get it. <laughs> You'll oh. give us two weeks' notice. Oh, is that a new ship? Oh, you mean fighting on that's the new ship? That's new. That's new. It's a strip. Is anyone else going to be Usaring El Baño? Yes. Oh. All right, I'll let Kevin go first. Where's the uh, uh, island count? And make one. You said you had tiles. Uh, yeah. <sighs> You just threw a wrench in Greg's plans. Sometimes I do. No, it's fine. Sometimes plans need a whole wrench. Sometimes I like to a throw wrench. wrenches in his plans. Wrench. Ah. Wrench. 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 throws wrenches. On Wednesday. He sells seashells mm-hmm. down by the wrench. Yeah, no. Um. Thursday comes right after. Wednesday. That was the worst. Wednesday nights. You're just jealous because you can't make any of them sound like Greg's day. You just did. Yeah, which one? All of them. Yeah, Greg's day. No. No days of the week sounds like Greg's day. Except Wednesday kind of sounds like Greg's day, but Wednesday Um, sounds more like Wednesday than Greg's day. So I'm just uh, remembering mechanically wise for the day. How many encounters have we been in? Was the fight yeah, with the Mephistopheles the first? No. Or was that the second? I think, it was the I think first. that was. 
thought it was the first. That one left was the first, and then what was their second? Wait, the battle with the the battle with yeah the battle the whole Olgarth thing would have been the second, I think. So so we're on our fourth. Wait, third. This should be number three. We had the encounter last time. Yeah, last no, time. that was the battle with Olgarth. Yeah, so that was the battle with so we hit a milestone. Yeah, yeah we hit one milestone. Action point. Yeah. Wait, we hit a second milestone. I thought we hit a milestone after uh, the Mephistopheles. Fight. These guys are saying Mephistopheles was the first fight. What, no, what no, no, happened no, before Damon the... was the first fight? Was Damon the first fight? Damon was the first fight. That would make sense. Okay. Damon, Mephistopheles. We had a milestone, seen. and then Olgarth, and now Snake. Okay. So this is the fourth fight. Hey, no, this be, is, yeah, this is yeah, the number four. Daleman, uh, Mephistopheles, and then the skill challenge. Skill Correct. Challenge. If this is the mother of that shadow oh, snake, would this be Black Mamba? Oh. Bam! Actually, I guess it makes sense. I don't want to do it. coffee. you do you do? I guess... It's cold and gross now. I want hot coffee. Actually, I want to have some more coffee. That's cool. Right? Yeah, if, there's, if there's any left, it and felt kind of empty. Neither of those fights. You're surprised. You want to refill or just yeah, dump? I don't have a dumping moment. Uh, you could just refill it, I guess. It'd be hot enough. No matter whether it's strategically or not. Whether it's strategically or not. Just in a order. Alpha. 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 Three and a half inches thick. Seven and a half fill power goose down on the inside of it. So it has an R value. It has an 8.9 R value. Which is amazing, and I don't know if that means anything to you guys. Um, Lincoln, I'm a little afraid to tell you about this, but do you know about the website steeporcheap.com? No. Maybe you shouldn't. Um, It is a website that apparently, if you're into backpacking and camping, you get instantly addicted to. Uh, I think probably be spending all day tomorrow. That is the last of it. Steep so it is or cheap. Right? Steep or cheap. Steep and cheap. Steep or cheap. Steep or cheap. I, have I haven't gone out there either. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. I should have told you. Every once in a while, like, I've got all the backpacking gear that I want, but every once in a while I come across a random item that's like. Yeah, what Steep I guess, does, from what has been explained to me, is that they have limited time deals on things, but it'll be like. I got a backpack for $60 and normally goes for like $200. Like, yeah, it's dangerous. Oh, so like, no. so like Woot, well, but I, only I, I with... Um, it's, but backpacking. I am... Yeah, Woot's the same thing, only with a lot of different I've things. got all of my hammock gear for when I go hammock nice. canting, camping, but... I am, I'm not convinced about hammock. Dude, it's legit. If you want to do it, Come out with me, and I've got a couple hammocks. Well, I'll let you try one backpacking out. trip, there were two hammocks. Yeah, oh. it's I want your in the same stick. tree. It's ridiculous. That's all I do. It's romantic. Yeah. Um, um, I only wanted it when you wouldn't let me have it. But occasionally, you do come across those places where you can't Good. hammock because there's no trees. Yeah, that happened on our trip too. And um, what am I doing? So this pad looks amazing. However, it is. $180, and I don't know if I want to pay that much for a sleeping pad, but... Alright, guys. 
from the sounds of it, it sounds more comfortable than my bed at home. So. Also, I can't get enough sleep on it at home. It is steep and cheap because this immediately comes up with like a hiking boot. If you want to fall along, which was it's a dragon tear. Level way down. Is it the kind of thing? Is it the kind of thing like, like climb? Changed. Where have you ever gone to that website? No, I CLYMB. Climb is a website where once a week they come out with a like hugely discounted item, but it's only one per week. Do we need tiles for an island or something? More map shit? Uh, yes, thank you. And Greg, I've got a quick question for you. If this fight is going to incorporate flying mounts, should I make up a movement speed for my flying mount, or just have it be my speed? Uh, the movement speed of your flying mount will be the same as everyone else's flying mount. Yeah, what is the movement speed of flying mount? Uh, my flying mount never actually had a physical, and this is the mechanics of your flying mount. He just said, what's your flying mount like? And I yeah. picked uh, one. Yeah, I just made one up. It's a fly. I His is an actual item. Yeah. His is an actual like... beast, I think. Yours is just sort of made up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lincoln, what's the speed of your flying mount? Mine's like seven. I have no idea. I've never used it mechanically. Uh, it's like, it's my, like seven. Mine is completely flavorless. Yeah. Generally if you speaking, want an though, actual item that's just a yeah. The ebony fly um, is just basically a magic I, item. Just, if there's going to be an island and a ship, this feels like a time when we might be using flying right. mounts. Flying mounts traditionally in combat are a bad idea because I think they like if they get hit, they get they hit, like, they you know, go down. Yeah. Well, the way the enemy fly works is uh, when you—it's a conjuration. So when you summon it, its speed is four, fly ten, overland flight fifteen. Um, so fly ten. What's its like defenses and hit points and all that stuff? Um, its defenses are chill. It's a, it's a uh, heroic tier thing. Yeah. Um, Eighteen AC, sixteen, sixteen, fourteen. It starts out with no, basically no hit points, 14 hit points. No, 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 I think when you conjure it, because conjuration starts out with one, but then you can spend a surge to give it one surge value's worth of hit points. Yeah. I need uh, room here. But basically, What's fly it? 10 is, I think, is a standard number for if you're just making up a yeah. amount. That would be, uh... Okay. So the green is the edge. The green is water. Okay, cool. This is where you guys are. And we're in the air. Yes. Are we back not in the, the ocean or just above somewhere? Oh, is that this thing? The head. All right. That's this thing. Uh, and are we thinking this as something that is like coming up from the ocean and reaching the ship? That's how big it is. Tenebrae yeah. has a fly speed yes. of ten. Okay. Flyburn is the same. So I'll just say my. Did you give uh, Lincoln his zone markers? Hey, see how I made those for you? Yeah. Yeah, your zone markers? Hey, check you out. I got mine all folded up, and I'll just write on I didn't here. know which ones you needed, so I just I wrote Kroger. I don't know which Kroger. ones I need. <laughs> I haven't used any yet, because we've only bought minions, and I feel bad using mm. big guys. I, I totally forgot the whole point is to print on both sides. That's a good It's all right. They're totally visible, I mean, just like that. Yeah. yeah, but the cool thing about the double-sided is then, like, you can always see from any oh, yeah. angle, no matter what, what that zone is. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll just update these as I go in and know what I'm going to actually be doing. Okay. You want our initiative screen? 
Yar, you be fighting a sea beast. <laughs> Greg, doesn't matter where we start. I just put us there for now. That is but... that is fine. If you're on your mounts, put yourselves on ye mounts. Ye. I think I have. Yeah, I've got a horsey token. Where's the box? Great. Can we say that my mount box is, is uh, various mechanical components that can still be targeted like a mount? And basically, if it's hit and killed, it's my opponent's malfunction. Yeah, why are we mapping that mechanically with, like, mounts? I, I'm on a mount, but it's like... Uh, we're going to use all the same rules that uh, the, that the ebony fly? Figu- figurines of Wondrous Power, the, yeah. the ebony fly thing. Okay. You guys like box? to know what you're looking at. There's the box. Except uh, you can use the hit point. I don't know if it scales with level. If it doesn't, it does. you use the... Oh, it does? Well, it's you can spend a surge when you summon it. And it gives it one surge. But well, what's its base hit points? Uh, it's a conjuration, so I believe it's like one. No, no, no. It's got a value. Well, okay, fourteen. Well, we'll just call it. Uh, it's got a surge. I'm on a horse. It's got your surge value worth the hit points. All right. Sort of. Yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. keep things simple. Yeah. Your mounts have your defenses, um, and they have a surge. One of your surges worth of hit points. If you want to spend a surge, now. You can buff up your mount an extra surge with the hit points. Alright? Just to keep things simple, we never used them before in combat. About summoning and dismissing, what kind of action is that in combat? I forget. Standard? Summoning and dismissing? Yeah. Like minor. Minor? Okay. This is my mount. Alright, Brandis. 34. Uh, Ren. 29. Oof. Dan, uh, Pinter. Uh, 28. <gasps> <laughs> Aurora. 26. And Dale, I mean Hugh. 37. Dale Hugh. Dale Hugh. Hugh, man. Ooh. Hugh Dale. Okay. Hugh, man. The sea beast is massive. Cool. And seems quite formidable. It actually acts on initiative 40, 30, and Ooh. 20. Oh. Full turn on each of them. Nice. 30, so it's going to go twice before any... No. I've got 37. So it's going to go, and then I'll go. Yeah, Thank you and Brandis. Can, can we adjust this? I mean, does it have to be this, or could we have started... Yeah, we're approaching. Things? You can set how you want to set. Behold! Set it up how you, how you okay, set up. Because my character the is a long-range guy. Behold the mount and token of Ren! Right up be about here. Uh, Ren, where do you want to start? Towards the front, towards the back, towards right the middle. Right where he was. Okay, right there. So like flip right over, here. Flip over the token, though. For he is oh, fiery. No, uh, Brandis, where do you want to be? You have the coolest mount. Uh, like, officially now. That is awesome. Awesome. Where'd you get that? That was... I needed a fly mount, so... Oh, this is a metal one. Yeah, I made it! Kaylin, yeah, she yeah. did some nice paintings. Hey, Kaylin, that looks great. That guy. Is this okay with you over here? His tongue is wet. Yeah, there you go. There's Raxus. Oh, perfect. That's that's good for me. Do you want to be further back? Alright, towards the front. Close to around this. This is the steering area. Back up here. This is the steering area. (laughs) That's Dunlin. Awesome. Makes sense. Dunlin! That's how I've always imagined him. Yeah. Charismatic. You don't think you're running a once like a month game? Yeah. Okay. I could also know the type, origin, and keyboards. Oh, yeah, upon seeing it. It is a gargantuan 
Uh, shadow beast. Controller solo. Oh, solo controller. Huh, I guess right. Greg likes his controllers. Oh. Oh, snap. No, there are just no epic tier anything. It's not a controller. It's really obnoxious. Pinter swears. He goes, It's very, really, really, really annoying, actually. Punta Benta Solo. In some foreign language. That sounds like Hutchins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, no, speaks, definitely he speaks all languages. That's true. Even Star Wars. I, I all right. specifically says all languages in the... No! <laughs> Alright. It is Pinter. He's got his croaker armor, but no face mask. There you go. Yeah. Enjoy, Enjoy it for a little while. I'll, I'll scan it later. Alright. It acts... First, and uh, I have to do a quick overview. All right, how close are you guys? Uh, one. Is this gonna be a square? No. Okay, you guys moved it. Nope. Stop moving it. Uh, Leave it there. It just got moved. Is this so? This really is one square. Work. It's exactly as you said. Like you can just see like half a square. Yeah, that's true. There's sort of an issue with oh, the I didn't blobbage. see that there were half squares. Well, Want to scoot like it this? a little more no. forward? Right to the edge, and that'll just be all the same square. That's just a fat square? Yeah, got it. Yeah, it's a fat square. So, guys, this is fat square. Alright. It's just an optical illusion. He moves! So, we're up on the level of the ship right now? Roughly. Okay. It's about. I mean, the pinter actually started back here. <laughs> uh, the head. Let me see. The, yeah, it's like a massive snake, right? So, it's it's got. Imagine from here is coming a uh, is more of the body of the snake, and it's wrapped around t- twice around the entire hull of the ship, and then goes all the way down into the water, which is way below, uh, hundreds of feet. It's a down. very very long snake. <laughs> yeah. um, long snake. Is and this long. is just its neck. I mean, this is just basically its head. Yeah, there's more body beneath the water, right? Uh, One yeah. would expect so. So, as its head just floats over towards you because it's not really flying, it's just holding up its head. It can essentially mechanically fly at any height because it's just a head. Uh, as it moves forward, opens its massive jaws. jaws. Snake-like jaws. Which means it can unhinge them. <clears throat> and shadow pours out of its mouth and just it's like this kind of bubbling, steamy shadow shoots forward towards Aurora and Ren and Pinter. That's a big area. It's a close uh, blast five. Actually, it's a a close burst five. So it just kind of flails around as it's... um... So mechanically, I'm three away from it then? That's how we're doing this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So close burst Why five. So away? one, two, three, yeah, four, yeah. five. Yeah, that gets you as well. Oh, it gets you and uh, maybe Brandis. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it gets Brandis as yeah. well. So this is not really a. Uh, it's not. I, I described it wrong. It's not a breath weapon. It's just kind of. Um, I don't know. The original made, thing is called defiling. It made and shadow explode around you. Yeah, yeah. Like your own shadows a, a, like explode. A roar, and then all the shadow around it. It's kind of nighttime now, isn't it? Because this happened after the party. Um, I'd say late afternoon. Yeah, late twilight. Afternoon. Oh, really? I thought we were partying into the night. Um, sure. Let's say it was the next day. 
morning time. Yeah. Yeah, it's morning. I like it. Morning. Ooh, early morning over the ocean. Mm. Big fight. Beautiful. The sun low in the so, sky. It's unfortunately, the this will complicate things if it is a blast thing, so is it hitting each of us and each of our mouths? Yes. Ooh. Boom. Okay, use mouth, probably gonna die then. Here you go, you idiot. <laughs> the five players. Five Mark! characters. Character! 39, 41, 44, fortitude. 47, 47 versus 42. That hits! Ooh, it definitely yeah, hits me. Alright, everyone that uh, gets hit, just I don't care if it hits you, you're gonna write it down. It's uh, 32 necrotic damage and 20 ongoing necrotic damage. When you first fail your first save, it increases to 30. Alright? Okay, I am going to use going to uh, a power that makes it not happen to me working the is it an attack roll or anything? Uh, it's an immediate interrupt. So you choose a burst or blast, and I spend a healing surge and I don't get it back. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he... So it'll be a wasted surge. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, 20 damage, save ends. No, I mean, it's a wasted surge because you're spending a healing surge, but you're already at full yeah. hit points. Yeah, but I don't get healing. Instead, spend I a surge means get healing. Oh, uh, you spend a healing surge, but regain no hit points. I did not hear that part. Sorry, I didn't say it. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, normally if we'll say spend a surge, yeah. I mean, it, it implies getting the points. So, uh, he, there's wild magic going on here, and just he himself manipulates the magic that it, the darkness goes all around him, but does not affect him. Here is darkness all around him. Okay, and then the mounts? And here are the attacks on your five mounts. Nice. Oh, 48, 50, 37, 34, 52, still 42. Still hits Flyvern gets crit. Uh, this is the crit damage for Flyvern. 56 necrotic damage. Flyvern's probably dead then. Everyone got everyone got the number written down? Uh, you yeah. know if you got hit or miss? Yeah. Okay, here's the ro- just re-rolling damage for oh. those of you that weren't. 42. Yeah, brass is out. 42 necrotic damage. I'm good. Uh, All right. That 20 hey, on going is probably going to knock They get one surge unless you decide to spend more. Yes, yeah, uh, so even with Warp and the Weave, that it still affects the So he's gone. Even with that. This is like. Well, what did your interrupt do? Oh, uh, it says spend a healing surge. Uh, triggering burst or blast does not target you or your square. So it no, does you not target you or your square? It does not target you or your square? It does not target you or your square. That's interesting wording. But this did target you. No, it's if a creature uses a burst or blast power that includes effect. You spend a healing surge to regain no hit points. The triggering burst or blast does not target you or your square. Gotcha. It still hits your mount because okay. you're smaller than, uh, than your mount. That's just what I needed to know. All right. Unfortunately, 34 versus 42 hits my mount. And 42 necrotic damage. Wow, so our whole mount combat idea was so, obliterated. Yeah, yeah that's... mount did not get hit. Well, actually, it just didn't get knocked out of the sky. He but... avoided it, and then his equipment goes... <laughs> Use too much power. Flyburn. Oh, hi, Upper Just, I mean, it's just shadow that like bursts out. So, wait, I wrote the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Thoth is, uh, Thoth is Thoth correcting me. Awesome. He is helping you. All right, it's the same. Alright, I rolled the wrong thing, there's no ongoing damage. Here, those of you that got hit took 28 uh, necrotic. What's the Sorry to screw it all up. I was rolling the wrong power. What's the critical? Um, 
The critical is uh, 40 damage. Cool. So, Greg, I'm going to, uh, now that I see that... And your mounts that got hit, 24 damage. Okay. Oh, that's different. Okay. Yeah, it's very, very different. I was rolling a single uh, target power as a massive... Now that I see that, Greg, can I not have used that immediate interrupt then? Because I used it because of the ongoing damage. Yes. Okay. That was my fault. Rolled. I rolled a much more... It's two powers that both have defiling and are both two words that both start with Ds. There's dragons defiling and defiling death. A dragon? How much a dragon? How much damage did it do before? I'm still on Tenebrae. I'm also still on Flavor. Not on Tenebrae. Four one Yeah. Alright. And then, unrelated to the attack. You feel a massive build-up of shadow energy around you. Well, not around all of you. This is a zone that does 50 damage at the top of the next (laughs) round. Alright. TTFO! Get it? It is unrelated to. The I mean, dragon? In mechanically unrelated to the sea beast. Sea beast! This is the zone that's created. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you feel this, uh, um, you feel the kind of just the air around you is starting to become stifling. And those of you who tuned to the arcane, Pinter and, and Ren, can recognize immediately it is like a, um, like a tiny black hole of, uh, of shadow energy that once it reaches a peak will explode and be extraordinarily deadly. As it will do 50 necrotic damage. That's going to bring me down to 14 controls. Someone send me that wind crystal. Oh, did you not heal after last fight? 14 hit points? Alright, so sorry that the first turn took so long. Let's try to keep the speed moving. Should I have Remember mechanics and flavor. We had a short rest. So it's going to be Hugh, then Brandis. Remember mechanics, then flavor. You had a short rest since the last encounter, so you should be topped off, spend your surges, etc., etc. Did you forget to do that? No, I didn't know about this. Oh, do you know what a short? Do you know how a short rest works? No. Okay, so during short rest, you can spend as many surges as you want to top yourself off. Okay. Um, oftentimes, people won't spend that last surge if it's yeah. only going to require. However, you get bonus um, above your surge value, which typically the the leader of the group gives you. But that's built. We're into using the, the rock right now to get five d six. So it's five d six. So yeah. you get. Um, Four for each one, so it's four times five, so it's 20. 20, 20 okay, extra so hit points for each surge spent. Just make sure you're recording how many surges. Okay, thank you. And you get all your encounter powers back, all yeah. your encounter... I'm still going to be very hurt. Okay. Because I'm a wizard. A wizard! You're oh, did you how many total hit points do you have? I have a total of 121. Wow, that's pretty low. That's pretty yeah. low. <laughs> yeah, I'm a wizard. Yeah, wizards have I... always in D&D been... Um, I thought I was a glass cannon, but no, you no, are I'm, even more so than I am. I'm a wizard. He actually All right, wears so. glass in his outfit. He's a wizard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no one's paying attention. Alright, so it's going to be Hugh, then Brandis. Remember, all mechanics, then flavor. Let's try to keep the speed moving. I okay. will also do so on my turns. Um, so Hugh... Um, uh, my plan is to go into the ship and then send Brass further away. That's what I'm going to do. 
Unless I haven't had any crazy plans. Otherwise, uh, uh, it's good to be mobile. Do so. Well, he's not going to dismiss him. He's going to send him like, go over there, and I'll come. And we call can you catch if I need. It. You can catch you if you jump off. Actually, no, dismiss him. No, no, have a fly that way you can catch you if you jump off. So one, catch you two. You're really into those catching idea. Yeah, I, I plan not to fall. Cool. Um, and then he stops in this square in and he continues like over here somewhere as he mentally commands it holding the brass horseshoe which he uses to control uh, the direction of things so he goes what's the music that plays like off the map somewhere um, then minor action Cory's <laughs> the worm or the serpent and nobody's close no shit she's in too I need to be there Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Um, and then we're going to unload. Uh, um, we don't know anything about you what kind of control this thing has, do we? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, then it's it looks big world. and bad and nasty. Yeah, so we're going to use... Um, have an action Get him, Hugh! Yeah. Finish the fight. Finish the fight. Use that power you've been saving. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do Manaphor's Volley and then Confounding Arrows because I don't have Manaphor's Volley to use. So I should be able to daze it with this. It should probably help. Okay, so um, Manaphor's Volley, Action Point, Confounding Arrows is what we're going to do here. Alright. Um, so remember, roll. if you can, roll your attacks in advance so we've got the, yeah. uh, the numbers down. Okay, so that's low rolls for the first one. Um, so that's going to be, uh, I should have a plus three from this, that's 35, 39 AC for the first one. 39 AC will not hit, it's five off, you need to hit 44. Okay, next one is one lower, so that should still be five off. And the last one, yeesh, that sucks. Um... Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, hang on. The last one, so that's plus two, 37 plus six is. Yeah, three, three, five, three, six, three, seven. Plus six is 43? Yeah? 43. Yeah? I don't know, what are you adding? Uh, 43, is that the total? What was his defense? 44? 44 is his AC. 44. So that's a total miss on that. That's a shit. I could oh, probably bro, do. A heroic effort. Yeah, I'll be, I can make that last one hit. Yeah, we'll do that. So that's a hit on that one on the first power. That's a miss, miss, hit. Sucks. Hit. Oh, wait. First round of the encounter, I have combat advantage against all enemies, so that should actually be two higher. <laughs> I always forget that shit every time. So that's 35 plus 2, which is 37, plus 6, which is 43, plus 2 more. What is it, just 2 more than what you was originally Yeah, combat advantage, so that should do it, because I was just down by 1. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, one okay. of them hits. So I don't have to use that one. I don't have to use for like that last one. Yet. The rest of them were all a little bit too low. Actually, okay. I think. I'm going to double check that. Fuck. First one... 35, 39, 41, yeah, Okay, yeah, so just that last one hits. And then the other rolls, sorry, finding arrows. <sighs> Another luck 
hit. Um, four. Shit, so. 35, 39. That's 44. So 41 with that. Okay, Baroque Ever gets that one then. Okay, hit. so that's going to be two hits. That's an 18, so that'll for sure hit. And then the last one is um, 35, 37, plus 9. It's 46. 46, so that one hits two. Okay, yeah. so that should be hit, hit, hit then. Alright, so three hits on the second. Hit, hit, hit. Okay, cool. At least those ones got well done. Okay, so that's all the hits. Um, mechanically targeted three times, and I did hit three times with the daily, so he is stunned. Save ends. Alright. Nice. What does stun do? He can only have one turn or something. No, he doesn't get to act. He gets oh, nothing. At all. Nice. So that should help a bit. Um, and then he regains the use of Metacor's Volley from doing the action point thing, so that one's not expended. Um, and put the dying token on him as well. And he's stunned, he's stunned until when? Uh, save ends. Just okay. stunning. He's stunning yeah. until save ends. Okay. Kay. When do I get to go? I think Brandis is going to go. That was move minor, standard, action points, standard. Alright, he's done. So That's do your me. flavor and. Uh, flavor. Brandis. So, and I'll give you damage in a second. So, um, Hugh, um, flying across the gap between the island and the ship, um, rolls off the back of brass as it continues flying off um, up close to the uh, massive head of this black, shadowy sea beast. Um, Takes a moment to eye its defenses uh, as he peppers it with just a... um, hail of arrows, one striking in its open maw, one peppering in its like, looks like a soft membrane that may be an ear cavity, one in an, uh, in an eye. Many eyes? One eyes? Let's say it's got numerous eyes, because that's just creepier. Um, blotting out briefly, and the attack is such that it uh, overwhelms its senses that it is momentarily unable to act. Um, as he continues to focus fire on this beast. Sea beast. Sea beast. From atop the deck of Thunderstrike. Sea beast, run. Run, beast, run. Brass still circling uh, somewhere in the the sky, sky. not too far away. Turn. Alright. Brandis is up. Okay. Is there anyone that can move me out of here? Then it will be uh, sea beast, then Ren, and Pinter. What about me? And Have I forgotten shit. all this? See, then it's you after Pinter. And I make the you same. The no, there was no ongoing right. product. Right, okay. Lois, but not forgotten. I no, get not it. Forgotten. I'm just giving the next two returns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're in the list. I'm all right. just messing with you. Brandis is doing his thing. Brandis does his patented. <clears throat> Mechanically, Brandis does a boring and by the numbers attack. A stance for his minor action. He moves overhead and then drops down in a crushing takedown strike plus power strike with a melee basic attack. Twisted lemon. Charge attack, landing here, raping and impregnating this crap. Ew. <laughs> That's we got really another sun. Abortion laws will be on people's minds. <laughs> <laughs> Has a deal with 
Child. Two tablets for damage. No, All right. I mean, Flavor wise. Yeah, that's a bitch. Brand is. Uh, the dragon's right? Brand is sees in front of him a story. Brand sees this fight and already sees himself a hundred years from now retelling it. And he talks himself through it as he actually does this, as he takes Flyvern in a steep climb straight up into the air as Brennus then leaps from off of Flyvern as Brennus's uh, ring of feather fall um what's in it Brennus's description for that is not falling slowly but just not taking falling damage so he lands a huge crater impact that happens we'll have to deal with later and as he does so bringing the blade of souls down um on on part of the head of the sea beast, um, as it is stunned from Hugh's attack. Um, the power of the blow throws the already off-balance sea monster. It's wrapped around the ship, but it is now prone as well. I will leave that to your imaginations to describe this. I'm thinking, like, it's like, ugh! It's already stunned, so it's kind of like, like a slug getting tripped. Um, it is now prone as well as stunned. I will get a little tap for that. Um, yeah. They're pretty busy with their numbers. Turns. Yeah. So, uh... I just write everything out as if I hit. I did well. And you guys should be proud of me. I won't be proud of, uh, of Brandis. Yeah, he's very impressed I'm not sure I actually have a... I do have a stun. Okay, so... A sea beast. Sea beast. Yeah. Is up again. Ah, uh, but he's stunned. Was it save ends? Stunned save ends. <gasps> so the sea beast is up at initiative thirty. Unfortunately for him, he is stunned. Nice. So, um. Save ends. Ooh, I could grant him a save. Yeah, I you can actually. Right. So. Uh, you only there get you one go. free action attack. And he's made free action attack. Aww, he has a plus five. All solos have plus five. No, I, I'm not upset by that. I just thought it was a, would be higher. So it would be higher? Uh, yeah, just for some reason I feel like they always shrug it off, so it felt like it was a higher number. It's pretty damn high, though. I mean, it's a, I know, it's a 50% increase, right? Yeah. But still. Anyway, just, um... Okay, so he it's shakes off the stun as he shakes is, off uh, giant he's, you know, still recovering from getting shot by Hugh. Giving, Arrow's still peppering its head. Arrow's still peppering his head, giving both Ren and Daemon and Aurora, <laughs> giving uh, Ren, Ren and Pinter and Aurora uh, precious seconds to land their blows before he thrashes out again. So, Ren, then... Enter an Aurora. Let's <clears throat> see about fixing. Okay. Ren. Go ahead. Actually. Ren. Eh, go ahead. After. Uh, okay. Mechanically. Can you. I can't read. Yeah, where do you want to move? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right here. Pops off like this. And is going to hurl. Because he's seasick. So he's plus five. Have we figured out yet? Maybe I just missed it. 
Actually, I'm going to do an Arcana check. Can we do an Arcana check on him? What's the best? Exactly. Yeah. That was Pinter. <laughs> is he natural? What's the best check to do against him? His shadow out? is not natural. So, so let's okay. do an Arcana check on him to see if we can figure out anything more. Gets a 40. That's pretty good. Um... Ren. Ren knows this massive sea beast is quite formidable. And that while you are fighting its head, that it, uh, that it has the ability to grow other heads rapidly out of, uh, out of its snake-like body and attack nice. with them as well. And if you haven't seen it yet, you'll see it soon. Uh... Ren can also tell the nature of this beast. The shadow, uh, the shadow energy, is definitely indicative of the goddess Shar. Wait, is it a uh, goddess? Yes, goddess Shar. Apparently, Shar is still pissed at us. <laughs> Shar, that rings a bell. Was she the one we met up? No, remember, remember so the night singer. It's not or nightbringer. The yeah. Sharn. Uh, it's a completely separate thing me. that you dealt with in Deeper Mascar. The Sharn and the Spellplague. Shar. Is a goddess and is completely unrelated to the Sharn. She's like the goddess of darkness. Was she Char is the goddess of darkness in the caverns of Faerun. Did we encounter, just remembering which god we were dealing with in Walloon? You have not had it. What was Shar? Oh, yes. Those were worshippers of Shar. And Daisy was a. Nightbringer. Which is like an aspect. This. This is also is one of Shar's Char. most elite beasts. It swims through the oceans of. Uh, or maybe it was nice. Of and she it. Yeah. Okay. Nobody knows its true origin. So from I'll here. I'll ask it right before you keep. Forty. Parlay. Uh, excuse 47 me, Forty-seven versus fortitude. Fine creature. Forty-seven fortitude will hit. Okay. Oh, nice. And a. Forty-six versus forty-two. Hit. Hit Forty-three. Forty-five. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to blow an action point. Woo! And forty-six versus will. That will also hit. Okay. So it has a forty-four will. Okay. So uh, that is my turn. I will get you the damage in a moment. Um, Describe it. Ren. Describe it. Fearing after just taking this massive... uh, He took a hit, but... Oh, I have to roll my saving throw just a second. There was no ongoing necrotic. That never actually happened. Oh, that never actually happened? Yes. Remember, I gave you correct damage values? Never mind. Um, Ren. Fearing for Tenebrae and not wanting to get knocked off and just falling to his death. Quickly flies over, lands on the deck of the ship as he just unloads just these uh, bolts of uh, energy from his hands, one after another, just blasting him. And then as a final, uh, with just what power he has uh, still surging through his veins from this kind of adrenaline rush from seeing this thing and getting hit by a blast, throws forth another um, blast 
which hits the beast, uh, rocking it so hard that it is now... That's right. It is now dazed until the end of my next turn. Um, nice. You guys all get a plus like three this. to your attack. Uh, which is a little changed for a creature like this. It'll daze... Um, it basically dazes one of his three turns. Okay. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't remove all three of his turns. Okay. Oh, it's not a mechanical thing. Um, and you guys have a plus three to your attack because I blew an action point. That's what I And to your next attack or till the end of your next turn. To your next attack. Okay. He's no longer stuck. Like you said. Uh, is it? Okay. So plus three to our next attack. Sorry. Plus three to your, and then. Does that give him any vulnerabilities? As um, as oh, and as a minor action, Ren also... A second minor action? What was my first minor a action? A knowledge check. Oh, damn, that's right. Ren doesn't do any other minor actions. He All doesn't right. have the actions to pull that off. Uh, you were action pointing for a minor action. No, I am action pointed for the two attacks. Oh, you did my action point. Gotcha. Uh, and so, turnover. All right, flavor. Penter's up next. Okay. Uh, no, so, so, takes so, 50 so, did flavor. Just did oh, you did your flavor. flavor. My mistake. I thought uh, Penter takes fifty damage, right? Because he was on his mount, who was in this area. No, it's not top of the round yet. Oh, at the top. I thought it was the beginning of my turn. No, that's why it says top of the round, not beginning of turn. Woo! That's good. Pinter does not take 50 damage. Yeah, the whole point is it, it creates a... a you get a, a, a full bomb. turn. It's a time bomb. You have a full turn of okay. warning. Okay. Uh, okay. First, he uses Trick Knowledge, which gives him plus two to defense. Uh, then he uses oh, Use Vulnerability. 40, 38 is a hard DC for knowledge, right? Uh, yeah, something like so that. So he got 40 on that, which means he gets bonus to defense and damage against that cancel the end of his next turn. Oh, it depends... Because okay. it's against the monster, right? Yeah. So it depends on the monster's level. So he rolled it's going to be a little bit higher. His sage die, which is better. Let me know what that is. It is forty. Forty. Okay, that works. Uh, then he uses Mirage Arcana, which is his first daily, and is a burst two. So uh, he'll just is it an area burst two? Yeah. Gotcha. He'll center it on like the center. Square. Okay. So it um, becomes a five by five around him. Yeah. Well, let's do one, two, three, four, five. So uh, I'm just gonna like Holy do this. Mother. Uh, but he's using oh, and his don't forget feet that days. Yeah. Uh, to not have a. Uh, Brandis and Hugh, your squares mm-hmm. are not affected by this okay. uh, because he has his special feet. Okay. Uh, so just those ones can, we're in right now. Up to five squares that are not affected by him. So those squares are going to be one, two, three, four, five. So basically, your squares. You want me to like mark them by a penny? Yeah. Why don't you do yeah. that? Pennies. Uh. He is so he's using Mirage Arcana, uh, forty-four versus Will. Does that hit? Forty-four versus Will um, will just barely hit. Although you also have combat advantage because he's okay. Dazed. That's forty-six versus Will. Yeah, so uh, that makes him dazed some more. But I do bonus damage because he's already dazed. 
It also creates that zone is uh, rough terrain. Rough terrain? Uh, rough. Oh, because I action pointed to you get an extra because of team strike. Don't That's marked. That. Yeah. Uh, and Greg, uh, because I hit him and he's in the zone, while he's in the zone, and because I hit him, he cannot leave the zone. He cannot see creatures outside of the zone. And keep in mind, these guys are not in the zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it basically, it's like... Is it good for me to be in the zone? No, you want Just to let him finish explaining the mechanics so I can get so it So he head. cannot see anyone, and I wrote it all down for you. He cannot see creatures outside the zone, and he has a daze, and he cannot leave the zone. Uh, save and all, but he has a minus five to his saving throw versus this, because I am awesome. Alright. Uh, and that's a saving throw for all those effects. Yeah, saving throw and all, but minus five to save. But not uh, against the rough terrain space, so that's still rough terrain. So you don't want to be in the zone. Yeah, and he takes psychic damage. Is he uh, resistant to psychic damage? I don't know if we've learned that. Well, yeah, we have not learned that. Okay. I want to know if he's is resistant to psychic shadow, damage, send me a note and he'll take less damage. I'll just... He's, well, I, I apply resistance. Oh, okay. So, But even, even if so, he takes even less damage. Oh, it's a special built-in yeah, because of power. vulnerability. Um, and then he's gonna just move the hell out of there. Uh, see, I already forgot about the range. He's Dave's. Oh, okay, gotcha. So he's Dave's say, say then. What's your range and your powers? Most of them. Huge. Cool. I've got fire spell and all that. I should be used to few. Okay. And then he moves back, which makes him concealed. Uh, and in fact, he's just going to turn invisible because he moves six. So he's using his phantom chasseurs to turn invisible. True. Uh, so basically, he got damage. He's moving out of there, and he turns invisible. So that is his round. I'll now flavor. Okay. I'll and um, you're going to be next, right? So. Pinter, a little bits of his arcane uh, engineering is bursting, kind of sputtering. He's kind of flying around erratically. Um, but he lifts up and puts down his croaker mask. And uh, he uh, puts forward his hand. And he says, uh, I summon the souls of those who are bound by their sins. And with this howl, these ghosts fly out of the, the fingertips of his gauntlet. These are kind of Marley-esque ghosts. They're trailing chains. And there's like a dozen of them that fill this area. And as they swirl around, the phantom chains bind around the snake's head, including going around its eyes so that the chains are all it can see. Uh, they're filling this area. But uh, at first, it looks like they're coming straight at um, Hugh and Brandis. But uh, the croaker commands them. He says, just the snake creature. As it binds around them. Uh, oh, and Greg, if there's anything that 40 reveals more about this monster, I know that as well. If there's anything at 40... Oh, yeah, so you you, you know a lot. Um, I'll give it to you. Okay, he, don't flavor. Then he, he flies backwards with another burst as uh, basically another ghostly uh, present folds over him and he... Vanishes from 
Nice. That is his turn. Okay, mechanically, my turn? So it is uh, Aurora's turn. You know that he has a teleport speed of five (gasps) and a fly speed of ten. You jerk! Um, You also know that he... I mean, he's got a lot of attacks. It's hard to know what to tell you. I mean, he's got is close he, is blasts. He he's got bursts. He, right. He's got a breath that you can only a breath attack that you can only use once he's bloodied. He has a, uh, an encounter power like a, a pulse, a close burst five that he can only use once, and then that gets used again when he is bloodied. Um, other than that, he has a lot of kind of immobilization. Uh, he has no resistances or vulnerabilities. Oh, Aww, did I write on there that he has combat advantage? I don't think I did. He has combat advantage against you? Against everyone. He grants, he grants combat advantage. advantage while he is inside here. While he's in is the he zone. already getting that from Dazed? Well, from Dazed. From yeah. Okay, so don't worry about it. But those make go off, though. He's okay. prone and Dazed he's, twice. He's doubles Dazed and prone, and then we've got a plus yeah. from Tattoo from this guy and this guy. But they don't, they don't stack, but... Uh, All right. So... Here's here's the mechanics as far as Aurora is concerned, and it's it's not as hefty as what Pinter just did, but um, she moves out of the zone uh, on Raxus, comes right up to the sea beast, and fires off her divine challenge, which is her minor action. So she's moved; that's her minor. Then she attacks with glare of oppression, which is another burst within two, ten squares easy to do. Uh, that hits. Doing some damage. Also immobilizing it. Uh, save ends. So there's that. So it is immobilized, but it can still teleport. So, you know. Nice. <laughs> we'll see how useful that is. Um, also, interesting to note, the next ally who hits and damages this target before the end of my next turn gains regeneration 3 until the end of the encounter. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. It's the next free, person. It's free, oh, next free person. game. So the first person. Who will it be? Um, <laughs> believe it or not, it's not me. Um, so then she blows the action point, uh, which will weaken it. Cool. So it's also weakened. It also gains a, an additional dying token. So whoever Ooh. didn't get it before gets it now. And that probably hits. I got a 47 versus Reflex. Does that... I mean, yeah, with all the bonuses, it's going to be even more than 47. So, Greg, I need a, a yes or no. Oh, no, which... What's his Reflex? Is it less... Or is it greater than 47? No, his Reflex is 40. Nice. So that hits, too. Uh, which blinds it. Are you marking him? Yeah, I already Divine Challenged him. Is that cool with you? Yes, So it's now blinded and immobilized... Both of those are save ends, uh, and it took so a lot of damage for that as well. So these are the information sheets you'll be using. Duh. It's mostly just text. What's that coming out of the deep? Is it a sea beast? Is it a sea beast? Sixty-nine radiant damage. Sexiest damage there is. Um. So there's all that. So it's blinded, which. Is it, I guess, a minus five to attacks? Uh, it's already kind of blinded by something that he did. But anyway, so you so you know what's going on. Everyone else knows what's going on. There's a, there's a special regen power somewhere hiding on this beast. We'll find it. Um, when Aurora hits that's it. That's everything. Have you done your flavor? 
Huh? I'm not doing my flavor yet. You want me to do my flavor? So or? no, we got a little more mechanics to handle. Woo! Post right. burst five. Post burst five. Okay. Post burst five. That's gonna be everyone except for Pinter, who's way the hell over there. Uh, is, and possibly Ren. That doesn't hit me. She is Bam! going to. Gotcha. Yeah, mm. Ren's outside of that. Is she? So he's Bam. taking a minus to that because. Uh, who's taking a minus to it? He is. Why? Because foe binder ring. So even if it includes me. It takes, it's a minus two for everyone else. Yeah. Okay. So On top of him here's being... the close burst five to the three of you that are in Should range. Should I interrupt it? Whatever he is it is. bloodied. Oh, then I'm going to definitely interrupt it. He you. is bloodied, so his uh, uh, his telekinetic pulse recharges, <laughs> although it wasn't used up. That's awesome. And he immediately uses it. So Noble shield targeted by a closer area attack. Remove uh, two. Would you like half damage or nothing at all? And I take Close burst, yeah. Probably oh, nothing he's at weakened, all. though. He's weakened, so oh, yeah. yeah. He can just he can do you first. He's weakened as well. Who yeah, weakened him? I did. Or did when she action pointed. So he's weakened. So go ahead. I'm not gonna block a, a weakened attack because yeah. I'm blinded. I'm a fool. And he's also blinded. He so does not a take a minus five. for blinded. He does close burst. Close burst. Close burst. Right. 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 He's still blinded. <laughs> All right. Here and you go. And he's immobilized. Is he still dazed? No. Yes, he's dazed. He's double dazed. Oh. Here's the attack. And prone. Cool. Well, it only. It's a 40, 32, 32 anyway. versus 42. So it's um, and it's not hit Ren. This is Sam. That's me. Yeah, because it isn't attacking Ren. So, yeah, I'm the second one then. Uh, that's 32, a minus 42. two, though, right? Yes, that would miss me anyway. And I have bonus my defenses against him oh, since I hit him. Well, it's my printer high armor. You'll get caught up in love. But it's not minus two for you. No. Alright, does it, it hit you? Yes, it does. Alright, it is uh, have that, so 17 force damage. Pushed five okay. squares. And, and I resist five of that. Which means t- when I'm prone on my mount, what does that mean? Uh, prone on your mount, I think that means you, you fall. Well, you gotta tell if you me. You get knocked prone on your know. mount, you just fall. <laughs> um, but she's pushed. Oh, your mount gets hit too. That's what it means. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, does, it doesn't kill on... my mount. My mount's still okay. Yeah, but well, you're no, gonna we haven't rolled the attack versus your mount. 26 versus 42. No, that does not hit my mouth. Raxus gets out of the way. Um, I still have to do all my flavor for this, too. Uh, so before so do you choose to have Raxus move with you when you get pushed? Uh, yeah. Okay. No reason not to. Unless you wanted Raxus to sit nearby. Nope. That's the only way I'll get over Oh, uh, yeah, when you fall prone, I believe uh, a flying mount crashes or, or crashes. falls with speed. Well, yes. the mount is not knocked stalls. prone. I'm not so You're on the mount. Do I fall so off the mount? Someone who knows the mount rules and chat tells what that does. I'm tied to Raxus. Uh, PC huh. prone while mounted. Save or fall off the mount. Oh, fuck that. Okay, is that save versus game knocked prone? Oh, it's like it's like the same save you get when you get try to get pushed no, off we'll, an area. No, we'll give you... I save! All right, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, I would have given you two. One to see if the prone well, effect even... And um, what was the movement thing? You pushed five. So, so minus, minus one, because I'm a dwarf. Uh, doesn't make sense, but okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I said okay. <laughs> you said it has uh, my movement. And then, boom. There's so many. Uh, that didn't. Didn't hit anyone else. Okay, fine. Yeah, he's okay. got a lot of things on him. To be, fa- to be fair, all that stuff I did was double die. Triple death. There's a big snake comes out of the sea, and Beric's just like, Yeah! <laughs> 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 Alright. 
I hope it's evil. Dude, he's attacking Thunderstrike. That shit is not taking casually. Yeah. Like, that is the home of hundreds of Roy's your turn all done. Flavor. Um, flavor is is gonna happen here. Alright. Um, so you can include that psychic okay. blast in it. Who's after Aurora? Uh, I think his, uh, his last, um, his last turn, oh, yeah, and we'll then go. top of the round, uh, okay. so his first turn. Okay. So, Aurora started in the zone, uh, spurs Raxus to move out of there, and it moves up to the dragon. Seeing these, um, spiritual chains, I guess they're kind of like spectacles, similarly to how Aurora's chains work. She gets an idea from that, and she actually... Reaches out one of her one of her hands. The other one's kind of holding the hammer still. She grasps uh, one of the chains, and as she does so, she infuses it with a righteous holy light. That's uh, it's not silver. It's not gold. It's just kind of that brilliant white that you know is is uh, often tied to Aurora's powers. And it travels up the chain into all those uh, all those different links that are coiling around the serpent. And as it touches the chains that are on the serpent, the light kind of crackles out onto the skin of this and actually solidifies the skin in, a, in almost a crystal uh, sort of cocoon, like like ice freezing it in place, which immobilizes it. And it actually like delves into the eyes of this creature, which is actually puncturing its eyes. It has many of them, but enough... Enough are punctured such that it is temporarily blinded, at least. Uh, is making so this horrible, uh, grating, almost metallic sound as it screams, uh, its mouth opening wide as it uh, reverberates over everything. And Aurora is actually, you know, thrown back by this sound, but as she does so, she kind of manages to, you know, yank the chain additionally, which causes the thing to just slam into the uh, main deck of Thunderstrike. Uh, weakening its attack so that she doesn't take as much damage as she would have. And she manages to get Raxus back in uh, in control, you know, so it doesn't, like, reel out of control. And, uh, stabilizes. Ready for whatever else this thing Alright, how much damage did you take from that attack? How much did I take? Not much. Yeah. 17. 17. No, not, ah. not 17. Sorry, what? <laughs> 17, I resist 5 all. We're going to 17 was the damage. But, yeah. Okay, so 68 damage to Hugh and Brandis. Because oh. as it says up there, On no, it doesn't right now, Oops. but a miss is half damage and push 3. Okay. So quarter damage. Oh. So quarter damage and push 3. Okay. So 8 damage? So 8 damage, because it was a quarter. Um, Shit. So... Guys, pass me that wing crystal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... It's currently blinded, immobilized, and dazed. <laughs> so, wait. Right, you blinded right. it? So, oh, it's no, I dazed it. Oh, you dazed it, and then you blinded, blinded. it. Blinded. I so, wrapped chains around its eyes so it can't see outside of that zone. I knocked it prone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this thing is like, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's also prone. Does, can it just stand up from that? Or is it well, save ends? we heard that it teleports. Well, but so I mean, like... a lot like, of those things aren't going to really help. Yeah. Blinded, it still works. Um, so where are the bonuses to hit right now? There's plus one for Hugh's thing. Definitely. There's a plus what for the tattoo that does not stack? Uh, team Strike gives you a plus two. Plus and two. then the rest of the stuff is really just going to add up to a combat advantage. Yeah. Team Strike. Um, what about it being blinded? Does that grant that's, combat that's advantage? That's just combat advantage. How long is he weakened? 
That would um, be from your action point. Sorry, I think that's until the end of my next turn. Okay, so again, it'll it'll apply for one of his turns. Um, on weird. offensive stuff, how does that work on defensive stuff? Whenever I attack him, I get a plus three to all defenses from him until the end of my next turn. That is until the end of your next turn. Then. Yeah, okay. So turns. Okay. And a plus two because he grants cover to bench. CA. Okay, so okay. he basically he has one action. And he's and prone and blind and you. can't see anyone anyway and double dazed and immobilized and bloody and marked. And five, Level six, seven, 25. eight, nine, ten. And, and, and you have a plus ten and to hit and whoever eight. hits next gets the plus three regeneration to the end of the encounter. Plus ten to hit from all, so from all the stuff I added up. So Hughes thing, team strike, uh, except for you, you don't well, get those the double yeah, but those are going to run out on staggered, so don't remember the 10. Just find out what it is on your turn. Well, that's why I've written them all down individually. Um, okay, so he's going to go ahead and... Cry. Cry his big salty tears. You could parlay. Yeah, parlay. Listen to us, we'll smoke. It'll be the top of the round after this turn, then he'll go again. He's got two Yeah. <laughs> Let us be smug. Yeah, that's true. I'm invisible. Oh, I pushed you five. I meant to push you four. There you go. Uh, he'll use the one attack he used last round, defiling, since it's a burst and it won't be affected by most of that stuff. Still weakened. Oh, still minus two. He's attacking from prone. Does that provide a penalty? What kind of an action yes. is it? Yes, if it burst. is a... No, burst, burst are fine, I think. No, wait. I thought, I thought it only affects melee stuff. I want to look up prone, then. I thought, it I thought all attacks were from prone were minus two. Got it right here. Prone is... Uh, minus penalty to attack rolls. Okay, oh, so he takes a minus two. And it's going to be additional minus two against anyone but me. Correct. So um, that's minus four. Total. So he's actually going to attack everyone except for Ren and Pinter. So that is three people. That's perfect. So four for the mount. So it's it's uh, one and then Aurora mount. Then keep going around. Got it. Okay, one. Get it. Okay. First one's Aurora. Here we go. No, not first one. Uh, yeah, yeah first so one's first one's Aurora. Aurora, your mount, myself, friends. Here is the defiling and including the minus two. Boom, boom, boom. So again, Jesus this great. You're not rolling well. bubbling Damn it. shadow coming out from the snake's head. Oh, wow, the mount gets hit, wow, but everyone else Raxus did. 37, 47, 38, 36. Eat it, Raxus. That misses me because of my predator hide armor. Does anyone else get hit? Well, here's what it is. It's uh, it's 19, so it's nine necrotic damage after the nine. weekend. Nine. Okay, nine. It, Raxus is okay. Uh, All you right. Spend a surge to buff him up. Yep. Oh, nice. So that's um shit. Uh, and then okay, so and great. Your nine. end of turn dazed is gone. Is that including the minus five? Just one actually. What minus five? Minus five for being blinded. Oh no, wait. Never no, mind. it doesn't first, happen. First, so sorry. my minus five is just against my stuff. You, if it's for stuff that's just you, you apply it yourself. No, no, no. The minus five to his saving throw that I wrote on. Ah, uh, yes, I do understand that. I'm going to roll those publicly. Okay. So we're going over all his effects. He's dazed from Ren until the end of next turn, so that's gone. He's he's saved. Weakened until the end of Aurora's next turn, so um, that's dying That'll now. Be for a while. So no, it's dying now. So yeah. he's no longer. So he, ha- so he has no opportunity attacks or things like that. What do you mean? Well, I just mean that if someone were to draw an opportunity attack. It's still in effect. No, it's, it is no longer in effect to him because he has the triple turn thing. Yeah, so he's Divine Challenge. That stays, like, forever. Um, the zone lasts until the end. 
Yeah, this is sweet. What about immobilized? What was that from? Save ends? Yep. Yeah. Here is his saving throw for immobilized. Oh! Nope! <laughs> he is still immobilized. Yeah! Okay. I will put and blinded. status effects along the side here. Okay. And blinded, and blinded is part of the same effect. It doesn't say that it on my sheet. It is not part of the same effect. It is its own thing. I thought I wrote oh. it down. Is blinded also a save ends? It is save ends. He saves against blinded. Weirdly enough, if I missed with that attack, he would have been blinded until the end of my next turn. Hmm. So... Um, which he would shrug off automatically. The uh, right, save right, ends is worse yeah. than end of next turn. Yeah. Mechanically, save like... ends because it has a 50% chance of lasting yeah. even longer than one turn. Keep which keep is why on his multi-turn thing, I'm oh, having no, end of no, next turn things end on the turn. Is someone a little uh, eager over there? Uh, okay, now here is Pinter's he's, thing. So he's still immobilized. What's Pinter's thing? Uh, Pinter's thing is he is dazed. He can't leave the zone. He can't see creatures outside the zone. That's Are those all, all separate effects or just one effect? Uh, all one effect. Save ends all. That's why yeah. he didn't... And he has a minus five to the save, which bounces out the plus uh, five yeah. that solos get. So here is his save. Oh! oh. oh that five wasn't you supposed to be the there, five. but... Yeah, it's it, it still a 13, though. I know. Okay, Rain. the zone stays there. It's still rough terrain. It stays here till the end of the encounter. But he is not affected He's by those now effects. Gotcha. So what does the zone do without that effect? All it is is rough terrain. And I thought you said if he starts there or something like that. No, that's it. Okay. It's just people in the zone. I can make that attack. So the ghosts. Are Understood. Just standing there with chains, getting in pool's way. Yep. Come, come okay. On. Hey, Croker can't control everything. The address is not on the wish list. They ship it automatically. And don't. Okay. Yeah. So immobilize is off and daze is off. Yes. No, oh, I'm an idiot for not pushing Aurora into the zone. Why yeah. was I stupid? You fool! Hey, I saw that too. I was like, uh, he could do that, but I chose He's not to say anything. Wow, that's the first time I've ever so said that. Not done that. That was I one of his it. turns. He I now gets this. another one because it's top of the round. So, top of the round, this disappears and deals damage. So, that the shadow that was building, like a, like a little black hole, is like just this, this, this orb that was growing larger and larger. It explodes outwards in, in an explosion of shadow energy and then just dissipates. Aurora can feel, feel it like just brushing near her, but she was just outside the zone because the snake is an idiot. Um, <laughs> it was so snake. confused with all that shit. <laughs> um, I know, I love it. I was it. trying to remind you to move Aurora into the zone, it just came too late. Okay, so what does he still have on him? He's I'm sorry, immobilized. he's immobilized and that's it. And he's not dazed. He's, he's saved from the day save. Two dazes. Correct. Yeah, one automatically, and he saved well. against the other one. Oh, that okay. was the other. That was yeah. He's marked right. Aurora. Okay. He's immobilized. He's still prone. prone. Okay. He's still yeah. prone, and he's immobilized. Save ends. Yes, but he yep. did not. Save and he yeah. failed so it. I'm saying that's that's okay. okay. But he's not dazed. Top of the round. Does he wish to parlay? He does not wish to parlay. Yeah. So <laughs> great. So there's one more thing in the zone. It's just he grabs combat advantage, but it seems like he gets that against everything already. But just so you know. You also know that if any enemy ends its movement within four squares of him, he has an immediate reaction to lash ends with his tail. Yeah. Lash with his body. Oh, nice. Um, he couldn't do that before because he was dazed. But now he's no longer dazed. That was for uh, the okay. last check. Good enough. One, two, three. <laughs> A lot of people react to the Navi thing. So, now he gets his turn. He's going to stand up for his move action. 
He's no longer proud! Good job. He is kind of not. Still immobilized. And marked and true. And weakened, how long is that? Uh, till the end of my turn. So. Well, no, wait, he said down. he said that he's not weakened. Because yeah, yeah, until the. The way, the way it works the... for those things is because he has three turns. If it's something that affects him, it's still the end of his turn. Yeah, just, I don't if have it's something that affects it, you, it's still the end of your turn. He ignores the mark. Okay. And uses his breath weapon. His can only be used while bloodied breath weapon and is an encounter power. As he opens his massive maw, you see a stream of shadow come out, and as it hits the deck, of Thunderstrike, it bubbles as if it were acid, but it is distinctly not acid. It is, it is the essence of the lack of anything. It essence. is, it is just um, like the void we saw in the elemental chaos when that thing disappeared. It took a yeah, it just breathes out nothingness, which threatens to destroy anything it touches. And mm-hmm. you can even see on the deck of the ship, um, on the deck of the ship, it even eats through little bits of the deck. As this Our ship. nothingness acid, so it is a close burst or a close blast twenty. That so that's going to hit everyone here. Close um, blast. Okay. So it's, it's a massive rectangle minus, like this. Minus yeah. two. Okay. Sure. To all that. Well. Nonsense. Oh, easy. Um. Close Wait, blast, so though, you if have, you have to prone, on an edge If you're on prone, can you just fly from prone? No, when you're prone and you're flying, you fall. You fall. So no, but if you're prone... And then you want to fly. And you want to fly, you to can you just start on. flying, or do you I have to imagine. stand up and well, then fly? Well, technically, birds fly from a prone position. Yeah. I know, it's very strange. Superman does. Superman. This is, super this is very an epic Superman monster. flies Iron Man. Iron Man. This is an epic monster. What do you fly from prone? Well, if if, makes a good if the benefit from being the prone only makes it hit Aurora, fine. Atta- Wait, what? Let me just see what the ruling is. Someone's gonna say if the prone condition causes you to be falling while you're flying, then it seems like you would have to not be prone in order to be flying. Well, he's not flying now. Yeah, he's, right. He's on the deck of the ship, prone. But if you're prone and then you start flying, don't you would begin falling then or something? Thoth says the only move you can make while prone is crawl. Right. He's right. While you're prone, you can't do normal but movements. Yeah. Think of the wings. mechanics, don't think of the flavor. Yeah, so you you do have to stand up before you can begin doing a fly action. So he just stands up. He uses his breath weapon. That's Hugh, Brandis, Ren. Minus two to all of those. Also is he still blinded? No. He is no longer blinded, and he is no longer weakened. Here. Oh, <laughs> oh you know what? He's immobilized anyway. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, critical so miss on the third person. 45-47 versus Reflex, and Brandis is critical miss. So 45. Yes. That misses! Um, so I have a minus two for you. Oh, and your Nads. Nads, and I've got a plus three anyway, so that'll miss me. You guys nice. remember Nads. 47 not, misses you? Uh, my, my base is 42. I get plus three from my uh, armor. armor, so that bumps up to 45. And I get a minus two from that one, which drops out to 45. And I have n- plus one for my nads from you, because you're uh, topped off. Plus two. What about two? Yeah, so that'll miss. Hits red. Unless I don't have a plus three for anything. Sorry. No. So that hits me, because I only I get nads from you? I thought, you, I thought you took some damage. All right. Hmm? No. Oh, cool. It deals 30 damage, but I think uh, it does more than that. Oh, no, that's it. So it does uh, half damage on a miss. 15 damage to those that missed. 
15 damage to those of you that got missed. 30 what kind? 30, uh, uh, it's a, no, it should be 30 necrotic damage. You know, I don't have it written down, so just, yeah, just say, took, yeah, I did take damage. I'm we have sure any did. tiny bit of damage. Well, I thought, I thought I had my temporary hit points up, but I didn't say I did, so then just say no. Do we have any idea how many so hit no points nasty. he has left? Well, he's bloody. But you can do something, right? So to pump up your... Mm, All right, so... so you get hit anyway? Next up yeah, is... Sorry. That was his whole turn. Uh, he has a minor action, which he does use an action point. Action point. He's going to get extra head. Okay. Oh, and let me put I'll the... I'll add it. I totally forgot. I should. Where's the... Uh, <coughs> oh, here they are. Oh, then you Yeah. Oh. Okay, so I guess I do get hit because she didn't actually have the nasty. Half on the miss. Okay. You would have taken damage anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Um, I will use. What's that zone? Croker zone? This is calling in artillery. Oh, dude, you got the other. Yeah, for sure, Zeus. That's controllers for you. As another shadow singularity starts to form right near Hugh. He bites at Hugh, striking forward like a snake in just an extremely quick bite with his four sets of fangs. That's eight fangs. Uh, Like a. uh, Oh, I was thinking like a. 72. So with a uh, minus two, and uh, don't forget to. Oh, this is the radiant damage you gave me. So it has minus two for ignoring the mark. Minus two. Oh, that's a critical hit. Enough! Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here, I'll give you this. Um, Amok's race, when an ally uh, is subject to a critical hit. Is there a range on it? Um, yes, but it's range 5, so I think... You are not in range 5, not even close. Oh, shit, never mind. All right, that'll be 54 damage and a mobilized save ends. After effect is slowed, save ends. Okay. No, oh my god! You really... Oh god! You should do something about that! Minus 54. It's alright, I got a blink ring, I'll use that. Well, there is something I could I could get hit by. That it's and immobilized? No, it seems like she's gonna be alright. I know, I just don't like my. I'm really low. Yet, period. I would have granted you a healing. She's like she's immobilized. So that was four attacks? Was that just one of them or something? How does that work? That was an extra. Four, it was not four attacks. You said something about yeah. the action point. Yeah, four, four, four fangs. Four sets of fangs. Yes. Right. I was like, okay. He bit down with all eight fangs. Gotcha. And its venom is. We're good. Here. No, Sam. Each tooth does not get an attack. <laughs> Where's Pinter? He's invisible. Uh, so you don't then know where. The massive sea beast lets out a cry. Is it in the language or just? No, it is like it is a um, like a scream, uh, a very high pitched scream, which echoes across uh, just everywhere. As you can hear it, just bouncing off of nothing, and you realize it's bouncing off of the very arcane weave and echoing back, and it fills your mind, but it does not hurt. And then you see so coming from the water below. Yeah, technically, I'm invisible. I don't know if my mount is invisible. Two. Massive, uh, one slightly less massive, dragons. Oh, dragon skeletons, which you realize 
are Dracoliches oh, flying are out. Okay, that's like the third Dracolich. Yeah. Flying okay. out of the ocean up at Thunderstrike. There are a lot more dragons as the dragons, logically. One lands on the deck and one lands on the the ground of the uh, of the moat there. So, Ren, what did you find out about this guy's extra heads? He had some ability to that he can get more heads. He can respawn he can spawn heads. But I don't think we found out how many he can do. It was just, just I don't even that. think we found out what kind of an action it is. He, yeah. he just said that he can like more can pop up. He can, he's good at getting He's good at getting ahead. Ha! 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 My thing, that's just for days, I think. Okay, uh, yeah, so let's... About that blink ring. So that's gonna have to happen first. That was the I idea. didn't want to be there. Fuck, is my blink ring. There it is. Okay, daily minor action. Use that. Teleport 1d4 squares. Hopefully it's more than one. It's a three. Good enough. Good job, um. Okay, closest person away is Brandis, who is one four away. I am okay. So we'll just go. Uh, yeah. So one, two, three. Oh, and yeah, you don't want to four. That's cool. What's the, the What's the um, immediate reaction if you start your turn or end your turn? Close to if you end turn. End your turn within your four squares. Right? No, I think it's you end your or movement. End your movement, right. movement within four? That's the Correct. What happens if I teleport into a spot within four? It's, 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 that's not you moving. Your, oh, so that's if you end your movement within four squares. It'll be, it should be if you end your turn within four. Okay, it's going to be if you end your turn. What? It's one of those poorly written things. Well, we'll figure it out. It could be yeah. if you're moving. You've got to be careful because you see out close enough. Yeah, I just don't get a lot of I mean, does of it mean move action or a, a quote-unquote move? You're the DM. Or, rule zero. It's, it's the end of your turn. Just keep it simple. It's the end of your yeah, that's turn. That's what it means. Use that wolf thing where you shoot a guy and then jump back. Uh, <laughs> strike, attack, wolf. Do wolf I have jump, something like that I could Viper use? strike, wolf butt? <laughs> that's what it's called, right? Jack! It's a jackal. That's yeah, I can jackal. do invigorating strike. Jackal. No it's a jackal. That. Jackal. He's a little health anyway. Epic level rangers like jackal. Call yeah. This the okay. Fox bite. That's cool. Um, it wasn't jackal. So first minor time. action teleport there, um, and I can use another. No, can't use another minor action if I want to move. So yeah. So then we'll attack. We we'll use manacor. Let's see. Um, he is. What's his action? He's still immobilized. Let him stay immobilized then. A little bit longer. Um, use Manicor's volley. Get some attacks in there. Let's see how those roll out. Ah, shit, shit, and shit. Manicor's volley. So that's, let's see here. One's in the uh, auto miss, which is the best ever. And let's see. Um, Got bonuses, that should be... Uh, I do have... Actually, those two potentially could still hit, depending on all the bonuses I've got here. So I've got Team Strike, and your plus three. Um, 
plus my own three. So that's uh, okay. <sighs> I Thirty-five guess I have to do a heal. plus no. five is forty. Plus five is forty-five. Yes. Forty-five will hit AC. Forty-five will hit AC. Okay, so that's a hit, a miss, and a hit on that one. Then. Okay. Um. Hit miss. Hit. Okay. Two attacks hit. He's gonna get some damage, but no other special effects. And then uh, we'll use move action, invigorating stride. Uh, I shift away and do a little bit of healing. So it's gonna go one, two, three. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'll spend a surge. And that should be my turn. Yeah. Alright. Do your flavor. Uh, Brandis flavor. Is up next. Um that's right. I don't have to sustain the ring right now. Alrighty. Just checking that. Cool. Yeah, so that's getting sustained then. Cool. So ring's getting sustained. Um so beginning of his turn, Hugh is um wait, shit, I'm immobilized. You are? That's right. Mobilize save ends. <laughs> but so this big range stride. It's shift, so that doesn't have to be teleport. Got that. Fuck. Okay, so then I'm not gonna teleport to where I'm gonna have to teleport and I get five. But isn't a teleport not a move? He's changing it to the end of the turn, so I'm gonna have to oh, end my okay. turn within five. So it means I'll do less damage when I attack him, which blows. But that's what's gonna be. One, two, three, it must four. Must be so five. difficult not to do as much damage as you normally do. Well, think. it's that's gonna be ten less right there for not being the closest. Well, don't worry, I'll make up for it. Okay. Um, and so then no invigorating stride then happens. Um, because I can't really shift. So move action. I, there's no knowledge checks to make. Oh, another minor action. Throw some more fucking quarries out. Uh, that's what I was going to do anyway. Second nearest. We can't get both of them, so that one gets it. There we go. Cool, double quarry. There you go. Okay. Double your quarry. That's the end of the turn. Fun. You gave one of his dying tokens, right? Yes, get rid of all the dying tokens. Minus one dying token. Although, there should have been three on there for Ren, yes, myself, three. and... We only have two okay, groovy. Okay, cool. Um... So flavor then, Hugh activates the power of the blink ring um, on his uh, hand because he is immobilized from the shadows uh, writhing around him. Getting him for safe enough distance, he again um, sends arrows who into the massive head of this shadow snake thing as he's in the midst of this pile of chains with ghosts. Um, ghost pile. It's like a dog. Yeah. I'm really, really low. I need to I'm get healing. That would be cool. Yeah. As he then takes an eye on the new foes entering the scene and calls out their defenses. Alright. Brandis. Um, origin type and keywords on these, by the way? Uh, straight glitches. So they're, they're, they're solo controllers. Solo oh. controllers. Okay. But it's great. There's two of them. We can't be solo. Duo Sorry, controllers. solo controllers is what they are, and they are um, natural magical beasts. Natural magical beasts. Okay, interesting. So that's 
Yeah, Brennan's doing his mechanics right now. You need healing? I do. Brennan 18 hit points. Looks over um, at Hugh, who, who was immobilized. He said he's still immobilized. Still immobilized, save ends. Forget that shit. Hugh! Sorry. Quick dragging your feet! Uh, save is successful. You can use two surges. I'm now slowed. Do I? I don't get an immediate save against the slow, do I? Why would you? I don't know why I would. It's just then an after effect. It doesn't like. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Okay. You're not a dragon. That sounded like a Lincoln question. <laughs> I don't know. That was very Lincoln question. Do I get like just ten hit points back? Yeah, throw that there. Why? I don't know. Well, then no, you don't. Oh, okay. Well. It's worth it's a shot. shot. It's a shot. Yeah, I was gonna say. To be fair, we almost never do after effects. It just it yeah, applies. It's new. Yeah. Closing words sent your way. Uh, cool. Two surges as my minor action move action. Brandis uses the saunter move type to come up here and then wail on this dragon face. Whale's an attack type. Uh, Dust storm assault. Um, just to make sure I get my bonuses, he's quarried, so we get a plus one, we get a plus two from that, plus three total. Mobilize is a uh, combat advantage, is that correct? Yeah, you get a plus so get three a plus, to your first attack from five, Reynolds. Plus three, okay, so 40, it sounds like 48. Three bonuses. Yeah. Um, that hits. Brent's then roll, it's not too much damage, but it's the effect that I'm going to get, which makes it make it so I can make an opportunity attack with shift three before that. Anytime a guy with six attacks someone besides me or ends their turn adjacent to an enemy who isn't an ally who isn't me. Five. I did not catch any of that. That is a mouthful. It basically expands my opportunity attack range to like four squares. Wow. All so right. Closest, cool. but no um, so I will deal with that. That's a big cool shot. The cool thing is, <laughs> corporal weapon, I rolled three fours in a row. That's also interesting. That's a cool thing? Well, because it would just do 2d4, but then I rolled two, and then, oh. four, and then four, and then four, and then four, and then two. Paper card. The nice thing about Vorpal is it's really fun, but it doesn't do that much damage. No, the analysis of it was actually a pretty small yeah. increase in DPR, but... It's uh, very exciting. I like doing it. Exploding anyway. dice is always a fun mechanic. It's fun to because get to roll the explodes. There's a one in a million chance that you never stop rolling. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually cannot calculate the probability perfectly on any exactly. dice because it's infinite. Um, Brandon basically doesn't damage that. The, the effect of that attack is the, is the main primitive prop there. Um, I didn't have any ongoing stuff, I believe. Um, my net plus three for the next attack is over. Um, and that is turnover. You did your rising words, Surges? Yeah, I got that. Thank you. Uh, turnover for Brandis. Um, yeah, Brandis um, yells at, at Hugh to put Dragon at his feet. Um, and quit the, Dragon! The, the snake <laughs> isn't too far off him. By the way, if you guys are unaware, we are on top of its shadowy body right here. So well, like, here's its like head size, around. roughly. So Brandis... Doesn't really charge. He doesn't really walk up. It's all moving around and everything, so it's more of like a. I'm coming towards you, and this the the head is looking this way, and so it's kind of moving its body so Brandis can't stabilize. But it's slowly gets close enough, and Brandis lets one huge attack down and prepares, steals his mind, so that he may observe any opening of an enemy in a moment. Observe your opening. I'll give you the damage in a second. It was decent. Forty-eight plus. Like 15, 
snake. The dragons, no. not the dragon, on the sea beasts turn. By the way, the uh, Draco Liches rolled initiative into after Pinter. Okay. Oh, man, that's before me. The sea beasts. Stupid critter. Uh, the sea beast lets out a sharp. Use its head. Actually, that uh, kind of gives it a bit of scale, doesn't it? Yeah. Scale, being a snake. The sea beast lets out a couple of sharp, like, um... Screeches. Screeches, which Brandis finds his feet lifted off the ground as uh, as the force of it pushes him back. Screech. Here. And then here. Wait, what is this? Not been it's the different levels of the ship. It's a balcony. Feet up. Um, actually, the snake is coiled over this entire thing. Wait, so all these drones are moving? It pretty much is. Um, that's right, you are standing on it. I that's mean, that's the thing. Well, it could yeah. be arcing over. Yeah, yeah. so it's. Could be it's basically over. this whole thing. We haven't been doing levels on here because yeah. it is just. Um, Concepts. It's yeah. art! His whole body is taking up like this entire most of it, and you're fighting on top of him. Uh, fighting on top, yeah, on top of him. So. He screeches, which allows him to push people adjacent to him two squares away, and then rough terrain. And then he can fly. He gets to fly his speed plus two, so he gets to fly as much as he wants. Stupid monster, man. He's still immobilized, though. He is. Yep. Remember, he didn't shake it off. Oh, he needs to roll that save at the end of his previous turn. Probably will. I'd uh, be surprised if he didn't. Yeah. So he no. shook it off at the end of his previous yeah, turn. Just, just and does he need sure. to do it against my days as well? No, His days? He, he, got, he got all that. He did that. He moves to here. He can't step on the corners. Uh, yeah, there's a corner. He's arcing over. So, he's like doing this. 30. He then... Uh, he then flails his head, and you realize that there are, like, barbs on the side of his head. These just claws coming out of the side of his massive snake head. As, uh, he's not even attacking you with his teeth in his massive jaw. He's just hitting you with the sides of his, uh, sides of his mouth as he can move his entire body with an incredible force as he rakes you with these head claws. Uh... So it's going to hit both Hugh and Brandis. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the minus, wait, who's he marked to now? He's Me. marked to her. That my thing didn't add a mark. It's kind of awesome. All right. That means he takes an additional... No, that's not your turn yet. He already took his, his one. Oh, was that during the same thing? Because I thought that was last turn. Uh, you haven't had another or turn last, since then. last round. You've only had one turn. Did it hit me with no. his raking? Brandis didn't get raked. Once... Hey guys, so yeah, guys. that was a 46 and a 34 versus AC. So the 46 uh, against Hugh, minus Hugh two. Will minus two. versus AC. That it already has the minus two in there. So That'll definitely hit. Well, that's too high. 19 yes. damage. And slide two. You can just put it on the side like how you had it before. So minus 19. Shit, sorry. 
Uh-oh. I fucked up my attack modifiers as I fired up wasn't close, and so I had to use my lucky charm to make one of those hits and missed, bumped up the second one so that it actually did hit. So. Nicely done. Insert lucky charms joke. I don't want to think about it. He then action points and uses breaking claws again to hit the same, to attack the same two people. I'm left in the cold over here. Oh, wow! So a critical miss and a 34 versus AC. He would have gotten you into the 50 damage zone. Wow. That's what he was going for for both of you. Crazy, gigantic thing. That I now have to move the camera because it is completely blocking it. <laughs> oh, it's got eyes. Um, and there are its fangs. You can see them popping out of its mouth. Who's up next? All right, that was his turn. He has he used. Know. He has he used both action. of his action points. He is okay, out he of action points. And real quick, just because I don't have any more tabs, I want to make sure I keep track. Does he have any other effects that he needs to shake no. off? He's got two dying Shaked things off? No. from two action points. I think you guys had action points. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has two use both on there. Oh. He's still marked. Double check. Who was the first person who hit after Aurora did her thing? Because you have, you have three regeneration. Do this, I do. It is now Ren's turn okay. and then the croaker. So yeah, please uh, roll your so stuff. Get it written. He, right now he's just marked and has a plus three. This is gone now because you're going. But um, no crazy effects anymore, you it still, like. You still have a plus two to hit, because I up. still have my team strike. Uh, so, if I'm running on the deck... And you have a plus one because of Hugh's mark. Or I'm gonna, whatever is that netting going to block my running, uh, or is that a yes. pyre? Can I run? Like, what's You're basically gonna... all on top of the deck. The, the body of the beast. He is wrapped around... Thunderstrike, and you're standing on top of him. Gotcha. So those don't really do anything. That's what we decided. Yeah. Okay. None of the cool. I just features there sure. matter. So, like, he is wrapped one time around here, and then another here, and this mast is like sticking up in between Can one of his stick coils. Me at like the far end of that, what would be that ladder? Here. Right there. Okay. And all right. To start this off, then. This is going to be against the far Drake Lich. 49 versus Will. Far Drake Lich. Uh, 49 Will will definitely hit the Drake Lich. Versus the Drake Lich, the other Drake Lich. It's going to be a cool. 31. 31? Yeah. Okay, that won't hit. And versus the Sea Beast. Beast run. 47. Run, beast run. Uh, that oh, will Okay. And Ren is also going to pop his ultimate resistance and gain a plus 30 resistance to necrotic until the end of the encounter. Nice. Is that daily? Uh, yes. Oh, I don't know if I that. Um, you just made a ranged attack against him or an area attack? Yes. That, yeah. was, that was a ranged attack. That was ranged. Good enough. And probably not. Bonus to hit him is currently at a plus. Okay, so I'll get you damage on those. Uh, your um, your quarry and the team oh, but when it hits this Drake Lich, Kevin. Oh yeah, can you move this Drake Lich so that it it that one so that's adjacent to this one to where 
Show me. Right behind. I love you, Ren. Oh my god, you're putting them out of my range. I can't attack. No, this is great. He's right there. Oh, that's fine. We might have to. I actually yeah. can't see. It's just. That's fine. It just made it for fun. We'll just put it on there. Does he want to actually guys. be adjacent to this guy? He has to be adjacent to him. Okay, is he actually a smaller size? He's the size yes, he is. Yes, he is the size he is. There you go. Nice. Yeah, good. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh my god, that is awesome. Are you going to do a burst? Oh, sweet. And. With my new power. Well, they turn might over. move. They're turning. Yeah. No, mine just right now. Yeah. Now you're doing flavor? Ren. Uh, as the sea beast with its jaws and tentacles and everything is just continually getting closer and closer to Ren and Ren is narrowly avoiding uh, getting hit by it Ren decides to bolt across what would be the ship but it's running on the beast uh, until he feels that he is of an acceptable distance from it turns around as you see Thunderclouds begin to uh, emerge all around above the uh, the sky, and blast after blast just starts raining down. Um, not lightning, but just pulses of thunder and just energy being unleashed as one hits just behind uh, one of the Drake Liches, blasting it, sending it, uh, blasting it forward. Uh, sending it directly next to the head of the massive sea beast. Same thing with it. One of them hits the jaws of the sea beast, blowing it back. Um, however, the second Drake Lich is quick and is able to fly and get around the blasts, being unaffected by them. Turnover. Hugh. Mm. Takes an opportunistic shot, but misses. That's a I just assume he makes like a ton of those. He just keeps shooting. And then he regenerates. Not really, but. Regeneration starts at the beginning of your turn, so if I get it on a turn, it wouldn't start till the next turn. Yep. It's only a three, but that's kind of cool. It is now Pinto's turn. Great. I understand Fusano. Can I move off the battle map? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I move back to here. Jesus. <laughs> he backed up. I have up. range 25. On this. Let's count. How far I want to go. We'll go right here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. The Dracoliches would have to double move and run to get to you in a turn. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I guess we don't have to use far spell. With my far spell feet, I can actually have a range twenty-five on this thing. Keep moving back, but I don't want—I don't want to get out of. You trip and things. fall in a puddle and drown. So in I'm two still invisible. Of water. No one hears uh, your screams. Critical sage die. Uh, so, first, I use my ring of wizardry to get back an encounter attack power. Nice. I get back the uh, the use vulnerability that I used last time. That's still going until the end of my turn. And I use that on these, the Dracoliches, so I make a knowledge uh, check. Against the Dracoliches, you said they're natural magical beasts. So I mean, I'd be using Arcana or... Arcana. Okay, so 42 for a hard knowledge check against the Dracoliches. Yeah, they'll get it easily. Excellent. 
good. Then like I'm using. Uh, so, you know, yeah. they have an aura three. Aura three. Enemies cannot regain hit points or gain temporary hit points while in the Ooh. aura. They have an aura of doom. Pinter also senses something strange about these Drake Liches. While the beast is definitely a beast commanded by Char, these two Drake Liches are not. These two Drake Liches are not being animated by the uh, by the magic of Char, which you know he'd be able to kind of tell that signature in the uh, in the magic that is powering them. This is something else, and he's not sure what it is. Well, to the best of his knowledge, it is demonic in nature, but Aww. it is. But if it is demonic, it is intentionally being masked. Yeah. He is really flipping far away and also invisible right now, so he's not going to say anything yet. But wait, tell And apparently, you can use you can use nature. Or I guess by the rules, it's nature, but um, arcane is what you figured out all that way. Okay, cool. You also know that they are immune. To disease and poison, okay. they resist necrotic and they are vulnerable to radiant. Okay, thank you. What was that aura? You can't heal or gain back hit points within uh, three. In the no hit points or temp hit points while you're within three. Within three? Oh, that include regeneration? That's all right. That's why I have a bunch of range. any regain hit points so or gain temp hit points. So I won't get regeneration. Uh, okay, then he is using his brand new twenty-five daily. Orb Masters Prismatic Prism. He was not within three of the Drake Uh Prismatic uh, Oh, is this a large? So it's in this square? Prismatic Beams oh, okay. I'm good though. He's targeting bursts two within twenty squares Hits all three of them That's what sounds like I make one attack roll against their fortitude, reflex and will and it affects all of them Uh, I'm gonna use that natural 20 I got rather than the two I rolled. <laughs> this is something, I, again, you said these aren't like new things they're getting. You said after 25, we're not just like gaining experience anymore. This is an old family spell in the sense that it's not him doing this. He is summoning the ghosts of his family, the three deadliest warriors in his family, which is. Nina, his Nina, mother, his father, and his oldest sister. He summons them from again that uh, the little holes at the ends of his uh, of his huge gauntlets, and uh, he calls upon his family, and he says, um, "Show these beasts what it means to be a pastari." As they fly from his fingertips and appear in a swirl, each of them back to back. Uh, oh, I guess I should. I'm flavoring too much. Uh, so that is a. You forgot to do your mechanics, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, well, I have my mechanics all done. Sorry. Uh, Forty-seven. So I'll ask you for each one. Why don't we start with the big guy? Uh, are they all what? Are they so, all a crit? Oh yeah, it's all. Oh it's my all god. Yeah, you rolled a 20, so they're I all crits, so they're all auto-hit. Wait, so why... Works. Oh, wait. This is prismatic beams. You make one attack roll... Oh, per target. Okay, so I'll have to roll on the other guys. Uh, and compare the result against all three defenses. So he's going to be my crit. Okay. It's an automatic hit on him. Yeah, because you get to change it anyway. Yeah, here's this one, which is going to be uh, plus 27... 
So that's 37. I'm just going to write that down. Versus He gets to pick. Oh, all of them. Right. Yeah, everything. Okay, then write this down. So that'll hit the will and only the will. Of the white. Of white. Of white. White. The white will. And against... Why does it got to be white? Uh, okay. <laughs> Ivory and Ebony. Or since Ebony... Why is it got uh, another black? 37, so that hits Will as well. Oh, uh, 37, so it'll only hit the Will. <laughs> okay, so, uh, why don't I give you for the Dracula Liches first, because that's easy. Um... Uh, both of them are. Unless you have an additional plus one for quarries or something. Yeah, you this is a quarry one. on that one and that one. But you quit on that one. So you, this one you have a plus one on. That'll give you a 30. The plus one will make it also hit the reflex. Nice. So on. On Ebony. On Ebony, Ebony you also hit the reflex. Reflex. So. And only one more and you hit the fortitude. And one more above that and you hit the AC. So you should double check if there's anything I that's. Wish uh, I rolled better on my beginning trick of knowledge uh, and use vulnerability. Can you roll 20 on your trick of knowledge? No. That was no, sage that's my sage dice. Sage At the beginning oh. of each encounter I roll and I get bonuses, I just have bonus defense. Uh, nope, that's it. Okay, um, so, against Ivory. Um, so he is dazed until the end of my next turn. No, sorry, dazed until save ends. Uh, and I'll write all these down for you. Against Ebony, he is dazed until save ends and fire damage. Okay. And ongoing fire damage. Uh, and did you say he, he had any kind of vulnerability or anything? Fire? Vulnerability radiant. Okay. Okay, and then versus the big guy. 20 hits everything. So, fortitude, he takes poison damage. That's the big guy. And ongoing poison damage. Fire damage and ongoing fire damage and save. Not these two. The big one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Keep going. Yeah, and so and he's dazed. Okay, so do you know how to roll critical damage? Uh, It's is it maximum damage? You maximize all things that you would normally ordinarily roll. So if you have any sort of striker dice, any riders, it all maximizes. In addition, go to your weapon. Okay. My orb. Yeah, Yeah. go to your orb that you're Uh wielding. And it has a critical effect up top. It's probably plus six. Oh, plus one d six damage per plus. So you roll six. So it's got nothing written after that that damage. like is being cut off. Oh, some it just says per plus. Okay, yeah. Some weapons have an extra special yeah, thing. No. So you roll an extra sixty six or five d six. Yeah, five d six. Okay. So I'll figure um, out. So uh, dazed, dazed, and dazed. All They're days. all dazed. That is my level twenty five. So. Uh, Flavor-wise, the three members of the family, uh, Mama Pashtari, Papa Pashtari, Big Sis, I'll just give it a I think I wrote down names. Uh, They appear uh, back-to-back kind of swirling around. Uh, There we go. Mama Pashtari. Kaver Pashtari. Uh, was a renowned uh, duelist, and uh, she'll be the fortitude. And uh, in fact, she cheated in duels a lot and poisoned her weapons. And even in her ghostly form, that venomous blade remains. So she goes right up to the giant snake head and, darting around it, steps right into its uh, underneath its jaw, pumping poison into its veins. Uh, the Papa Pashtari. Have him. He, uh, 
is reflex. So he's fire. Yeah, he was mage. Uh, and so he summons just fireballs and sends them out in uh, two... No, I guess that one... Yeah, in two directions. Hitting the big snake and one of the Draculiches. And then Sister Dolosri. Uh, she is Will. So she was just a terrifying word. Uh, Sionicist? Wielded, oh, Sionicist, I like it. And uh, she is just covered in tattoos, shaved head, classic kind of thing. And she puts her fingers to her uh, temples, and her eyes just turn into black pits. And she accesses the, the shadow realm that they're all connected to, and severs it. So for a moment, the, just, uh, the shadows surrounding them falter. And to collect it back together, they're days. They have to collect it all together. So uh, they go out there and cause all that trouble. And now I'll do all my damage. Okay. Are there any status effects on the Drake Liches I need to know? Because I'm doing their turns now. They're days. They're days. Just day what? Save, save ends or one turn? Both save of them? Ends. All three. Those enemies. are the wills. The will yeah. attacks were. Uh, yeah. That's my level 25. You suck. <laughs> oh, wait. I did not hit against him, so. This is going to be Don't worry, Greg, that's the only time I can do that. Unless I use an action point. You just daily battle an action point. Ooh. So you, does anyone else feel like Sage of Ages is something you say when you say something like amazing? Sage of Ages. Sage of Ages. Come on, this. Sage of Ages, man, we keep it up. the Sage. Oh. I like it. This is annoying. What? You want me to attack Pinter? You want parlay? Could you attack Pinter for me? If I get one of those Drake Witches. You can have a Drake Witch. As a mount. If I die, I'm playing Papa. <gasps> I will All the Drake Witches fly towards Pinter. <laughs> and he's visible again. He's dazed, so... Now I really oh, wait. Want he's got bonus damage to these guys. You got any, Sweet. Like, Ren, do you have any weird... So he's dazed, they just get one standard, you? yeah? Uh, yes. Except I can make an opportunity attack, can't I? That Ebony, he's flying right here. Oh. Or he's flying... Here, he'll be right here. Give me a thing to prop him up on. What would you like? A cup. <laughs> it's like going. No, uh, I'll get something. He's directly above Ren. He could arc it, so then come down. Yeah, so it's not, work. He, he can't just come. He can't come down here. He'll provoke. So he's coming down. Yeah, boom. Is he within three squares? Of Brandis? Of Brandis, yeah. Is he is he in swiping distance of Brandis? About Brandis being able to. Yeah. Okay. Three. If, if he moves, I have a thing that basically an enemy willingly moves adjacent to one of your allies within three squares of you. Yeah, that triggers on his last move okay. here. So it is it's an opportunity attack, which is I always forget if that is. Uh, Interrupt or a reaction? Uh, I believe it's interrupt. I'm just gonna be hitting him. It probably won't stop. So yeah, he's just gonna he's gonna stop right there. He's dazed, so his move action is the only thing he gets. Is he he's not bloody, is he? 
No. The big guy? It just appeared. Only one person hit him. The dragon. Oh, no, wait. I just was checking. You, did you ever... Oh. I this did. Is, this is your damage? Thunder, thunder? Yeah. You only hit the skeleton one? Yeah. Gotcha. I put it in the wrong place. I'm glad you asked that, because... No, he's not bloodied at all, but... Oh. Okay. And... We're going to go ahead and the other Dracolich. He has melee two range. He's out of range. Jerks. Gets worse. Does it get worse? Oh, mama. Fine, he's gonna use his one action as a minor action. Mesmerizing Blair. Minor action, at will, once per round. On Hugh. Mesmerizing Blair, what to do? Oh, let's find out. Okay. <laughs> let's do this. I'm assuming I'm within range. 33 shoot. versus Will. That was a very, very miss. low roll. Yeah. Ugh. Ah. The effect is dominated save ends. On a hit or miss, he slides you two squares. Oh, cock. Cockatrice. When did that thing go off? When did what thing go off? The thing. Like, where are we at in the initiative round? Oh, well, we're near... Near the, the bottom. End. It's Aurora. It's these Drake Liches, then Aurora, and then, then the CB's right. last turn. Shit, I'm gonna get hit. Yep. <laughs> Unless uh, Aurora can uh, move you up. How on earth would I do that? Just grab him. <laughs> go over there and get Go him. grab him. That's possible. I have done that before. I can't. Grab him and drag him. Tell them to drop the ship down. Okay, that drop is him. the Dracolich's turn. Uh, they each were dazed. Save ends. Save ends. And, uh, no, they don't have any minus in Right, so let's get their saving throws. This is, uh, Ebony and Ivory. Spread it on. Yeah. Oh! I hope someday I guess. So, what? Ebony Ebony's cleared. Ivory is not. And they have to make a separate save against each effect. What do you mean? Uh, it, it's not like one save uh, for the ones who have multiple effects. Oh. The ongoing fire. Uh-huh. Uh, Ebony's uh, got ongoing fire or something, yeah. I think, as well. And all right, all so, okay. So, Ebony is no longer and dazed. I'm Here's Ebony's real. ongoing fire damage. I Save. It's no longer uh, Here, oh, Black Mamba has not gone yet. Okay. Ivory is still dead. Did Ebony take his ongoing fire? I'm getting it all in there now. And then Ebony is saving answer. I get to be Michael Jackson. You guys get to be Paul McCartney. I get to be Michael Jackson. Okay, it is now... Aurora. As a quick little intern thing, when this guy comes here trying to attack uh, or attack Ren, I'm sorry if he crushes you, because this attack does plenty of damage and knocks him prone. And Done. we've already had a lengthy discussion about what happens when you go prone when you're flying. Uh, he can occupy same square as him. I can, in fact. I know. Yes, but you're also now, like... In him. You're in... You're up in there. You're up all in that You're skeletal business. All a bit. So he's, I guess, which square was he in? Was he directly above oh, Ren? Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> so now Ren is going to be living directly on top okay, of him. So the first time he's been right, close with the Drake Lich in three days. <laughs> so Brandon came up. No. <laughs> nice. No. I like that. <laughs> just like Ren's like, why does this keep happening to me? Why does everything happen to me? Bro! I like it this 
dragon looks very similar to Godzilla. Just it is Godzilla with wings, basically. That's one of my favorite movies. And Brennan looks and leaps up and grabs the dragon. That falls down. And Ren goes, I'm a gnome. I'm a gnome and weak That's exactly what he says. I'm a gnome. In he's, that voice. He's, blu- he's bluffing, though. Because he's actually oh, a very no. scary fella. Um, I'm not worth attacking. Uh, is, did he get rid of his days? He's not days anymore, yeah. I can't what really about go and get Ivory? You. Ivory's still days. Ivory's days. Is something really bad going to happen to you? Take that 50 damage. Other than I'll take 50 damage. damage. I'll be at 21 hit points. Alright. I think well, you'll be alright. That's away. the first time I've been able to do that. Powers, I always <coughs> Oh, is that a daily? <coughs> a daily. Huh? Well, I use it over here and it puts me into a stance. So are we good? Is it my turn? Where I get to uh, do that attack thing. Okay. Cool. Expand my basic opportunity attack. What, what is squares. What's the question? Uh, no, I was applying all the many damages. The, the is there more stuff happening? But I thought I have a turn. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, Aurora, it is your turn right now. Okay. I was, you should be going. No, I was not yeah. sure what was happening. The drag glitches were done. It is your turn. You're going. Cool, I moved. Um, I moved. My interaction heal, because I'm a dwarf, I can do that. Yeah. And uh, burst attack, burst 10, everyone's in within range. Um, 46 will versus sea beast. Uh, 45 B, big D, 48 little D, those two That should hit all of them, I believe. I believe that hits everybody. Yes. Once Greg tells yeah, me does. if it hits. I'm pretty sure it does hit. Um, it's, it's nothing... What was the amount? It's so like a 40 something. 46 versus well. 46, yeah. That's 47 actually with the, sorry, uh, additional bonuses. Yeah, okay, boom, 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 all three hit. Uh, that's 28 radiant damage, and they are all marked to one. Yours truly. Yeah. I'm so also the, not within range of any of their stupid powers, so. Chronic wants to take some extra, that's nice. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's why it's rad. That was the power to... In that case, I'll use my gloves, maybe, at another 10. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll do that, too. Okay, so... It has the power to move you. Oh, yeah. I uh, agree. Here, Greg. I, I'm adding an additional 10 radiant. Two. Um, it's just the damage, so... It, what's, the, what's the thing that it's doing? What are you adding? It's my gloves. What does that? I mean, what is it the adds mechanics 10, It adds 10 to the damage. Of? Of the attack. Of one of the other attacks. So it wouldn't so be it's going to be one against source. one of the guys. Um, so which one are you applying the 10 damage well, to? Well, one of the necrotics, because they're vulnerable to radiant. Uh, oh, right. Would yeah. it count as a new source of damage? Or would it just be rolled into the damage from one of the attacks? No, it's a new source. It's be a new source if it's talking about like resistance stuff. But it's, they're vulnerable, so it doesn't matter. But I mean, that's the thing. They were already. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I don't think I have that anymore. Or let me let me double check. Sorry, I, oh, just, I didn't. I just don't use it enough. Gauntlets are brilliant. It all it says is when you hit with a. Oh, I don't think I can use that. Is that technically a weapon attack? Probably no. oh, not if you did it from range. Not, probably an implement. It is not. So never mind. Uh, just minus that. Okay. I, I forget that that's melee only. Uh, a lot of post-it notes here. Sorry. All right. So You're Aurora's very busy turn is done. People. So I saved. Flavor? 
I saved. Um, no I'm no not flavor done yet. yet. So I saved, uh, or not saved. <laughs> I healed, which means you guys all have your nads. So, bravo to you. Yay, nads. What to do? What do you mean? Um, it, your non-AC defenses have an additional plus two. Even me? Yep, even you. <laughs> well, technically you're invisible, so I don't know I'm if that technically anymore. counts. But yeah, Aurora's vision is so bad though that she can't see you from that far. So, no, I'm just. Is that how long does that last for? Um, as long as she's forever. Okay. Hopefully, as long as I have full health. Uh, yeah, she she's basically just been out of this fight for a few seconds, but in those seconds, so much happens. I mean. Before it was just one horrible monstrosity, now it's three horrible monstrosities. Uh, and, you know, Ren's in the clutches of some bone dragon, and someone's being, you know, attacked. Oh, yeah, it's Hugh's, like, been thrown into the tempestual, like, whirlwind of necrotic smoke and whatever else is going on in there. Or shadow. And so Aurora just is being weirdly not throwing herself in the thick of it. She's actually being much more tactical and positions Raxus in such a way that she can get a really clean shot and that burst attack just flies out with this wave of uh, shards of, of glowing light. They're like little light crystals that kind of solidify as they roll towards the enemies, kind of shooting through the, uh, the flesh of the serpent and breaking off bits of bone, and as it does so, they kind of alight from within and kind of further explode, causing almost even more damage to the creatures themselves, because they are vulnerable to her radiant light. And they all feel this almost primal need to destroy the source of this holy radiant light, as they are all marked to her. And the massive sea beast again this time it's dazed, so it's moving a little bit slow, it's and it's just kind of a clumsy amazing. attack as it swings its huge head. And remember, this mini is just its head. Yeah. As it swings its huge head <laughs> and then slams it in to Brandis again, raking, uh, raking these like barbs against the side of his head uh, through Brandis's now armor, trying to push him towards damage. the shadow singularity. Yeah, Seventeen. Could okay, so it takes seventeen damage because now it's a new. It's actually a, a blast, but no one else is in range, I think. Yeah, um, even if... Close blast four. Not not within range of me. Oh, it actually can hit Ren. Oh, yeah. Um, Ren's and inside. Does not hit you. So it's Brandis and Ren are within four. And minus two to all those attacks. Who is this to? Oh. Whoever did the attack, because they're all marked. Right. Uh, let me get that in right now. 17 radiant damage. That radiant damage just, uh... It's, it's lurking under the skin of this creature, almost moving under the the black scales like a like a creature. And whenever the, the beast makes a movement towards uh, attacking her allies, it actually kind of starts bursting out, kind of popping off scales as it does so, and the creature... Even though it's still attacking, has tw- has these uh, almost seizure-like twitches as it 
misses horribly because Aurora is awesome. 39 <laughs> and 38 versus AC. That's against Ren and Brandis. You guys are... 39 versus AC. That's is that gonna... with the minus two? That's with yeah. the minus two. That's still going to nice. hit. Not hit, Brandis. Misses both of you. Oh wait, no, it does hit. Well, which one of them is attacking me? The big, the huge one. Yeah, the this is. The I just wanted to make sure. I thought sure. you have a forty AC. <laughs> if they're five away. Oh. Uh, which is um, why I try to run like a little girl whenever ah, I'm close to them. Wrong button. Oh wait, there we go. Is your AC ridiculously low? So they'll deal thirty. Is. They'll deal thirty-four damage to Ren, and you will choose not to slide them at all. Necrotic. Uh, no, this is, he's just raking you with the side of his head. Oh, so it does, it does barely hit Ren, but it does damage to itself as well. Oh, I can't slide him into the zone. Oh. But still. Yeah, that makes sense. So he'll keep him there, right underneath the dragon. Okay, Ren is bloody. Sorry, dude. Okay. Okay. And... So Aurora's attack was uh, ranged. The shadow coalescing into this orb uh, just as uh, as light is pulled away from around Hugh in this, you know, this like 20-foot sphere on the ship. It just grows and grows and then it, it gets, or rather, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then explodes as shadow energy blasts out in every direction, hitting uh, as Hugh takes the full brunt. The deck shatters. The deck shatters underneath, ripping a huge hole through it. And uh, it is miraculous that Hugh does not become a big hole. And uh, it takes 50 necrotic damage at the top of the round. Who's got the rock currently? Ren? Ren has the rock. Ren has the rock. Okay. Little wind crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass with the rock. I do. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the it's time. the top of the run. Oh, the dragon goes again, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. More importantly, he is marked to me. Gotta be marked to me. Huh? Oh yeah, he is marked to Aurora. And as the dragon lets out a massive screech, that's what it sounds like. The sea beast. We'll continue next week. Really? It's 11.